0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Real Debaters. I'm Michael Petro, your host and one of the debaters on the show. We're supported by the Toad and Hole Pub and Eatery in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Uh, Let's start with the beer. The beer menu is ever-changing, so you'll never be bored of it. Uh, They celebrate local craft breweries just as much as they do domestic and imported. Uh, Then you've got the menu itself. They've got a great lunch-brunch menu, dinner and late-night snack. All those classic pub eateries, foods, foodies eateries things that you eat in a pub they have uh then next door you've got the uh the whiskey bar which has 200 different whiskeys to choose from so if you're looking for a little bit more of a high-end cocktail uh head next door if you're wanting to dance and sing the night away uh then head downstairs to the cavern which is their live music venue uh let's see here for the month of november november 22nd there's this time around lake disappointment casualties and the newborns november 23rd is moon tan johnny two fingers at the and the deformities and Ronnie Lattlebrook and the electric November 29th is resurrection to dance night featuring DJ evil bastard and Cyberella, and November 30th is the white doves doing a black crows tribute so thank you to the toad go support them they support us so we want you to do the same for them uh, a little bit of information for you they're closing December 31st that's their last night then they're reopening Early in the new year at a new location, just up the street from where they are, they're going to be setting up their own shop there, so it's going to be a super good time once that happens. So if that's if this is the first time you've heard it, we're glad we could let you know. Uh, once we know, we'll be telling everybody as well, too, when to expect them to open again. This week on the show in the living room, we've got Jimmy Skinner, Mark Cowell, and Mark's girlfriend, Chrissy Latimer, decided to come on the show. It was super fun. Uh, what did we talk about this week? We got to deal with the motivational speeches. From some of some, from what we think are some of Hollywood's best movies, but the whole premise this week was to take a classic motivational speech scene, you know, where the main character is trying to amp somebody up, or the main character needs amping up, and uh, someone comes in and just gives that that performance of a lifetime and motivates them to get back on track. So we took that kind of speech, and then we were like, how would you use it in your everyday real life? Who would you approach? What kind of scenario would you? Uh, would you use said speech? And that's completely irrelevant to where the speech actually came from. So without further ado, uh, I will uh, cue that little reel. Ah, there it is. Enjoy the show. If we can talk, it's is, like it's
1: like the it difference between falling and taking a fall.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah,
2: there's a different connotation.
0: What is taking a fall, though? I've never understood I think that. It's just an old person
2: <laughs> falling, <laughs> you know, when you can't get up. 100%.
0: Okay, so what yeah. so. it's when
1: it's when falling becomes an issue
0: <laughs> versus just falling because you were yeah. drunk or falling. Like Aunt cause. Ethel took a fall,
1: okay. Yeah. Mike fell yesterday when he was drunk.
3: Aunt Ethel's in the hospital for sure. But she, but when
1: it's off. like, Oh, Mike took a fall yesterday. It'd be like, Oh, is he okay? Yeah.
0: Like you, you really up the seriousness yeah, yeah. of took a fall.
1: It usually implies that there's something more to the story. It's like, he took a fall and he's got a broken hip.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I take a fall, it's always going up the stairs.
0: <laughs> That's when you fall yeah. the most. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I, I, take uh, I do the, if I ever fall and I've fallen very little, like, I count on two hands. Um, but the, i do the whole like legs up parallel <laughs> to the ground like that's how i've always fallen ass over tea kettle ass over tea <laughs> yeah. like like one time coming into work with a tray of like two trays of subway like catered subway oh, and like, oh. like like wrapped I, or unwrapped Bra- <laughs> like <laughs> trade oh like, so it's it's like how the cookies
2: come
1: yes okay
0: 100 percent. like un- and if they fall the proper way that's just a subway it's like it's like the Hiroshima of Subway. This is giant of, I, <laughs> wow. That's probably not the best way to describe it's a bomb Remembrance Day. Scene. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why that's on my mind. No. Well, the reason here... Okay, here we go. We're going to go down a rabbit hole before we even go down a rabbit hole. I have a new level on Battlefield V, which is the Battle of the Midway. Oh. And in honor of Remembrance Day and Veterans Day, they released the map. I think... You might be the Jamie. Jamie might be the only one who knows what I'm talking Battlefield about. Battlefield is a video game. Battlefield <laughs> is a video game. So there's a lot of like Japanese battle on my brain right now, which is uh, why I put the trailer for that. What that, were we talking that, about before? That's
3: I, why it's on your brain.
0: That's why. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so how I fall? Yes. Yeah, so I was walking into work, and uh, I had these two trays, and like that black, black ice situation where you don't even know it's there so you're walking with full intent you're not like penguin walking where you're like you know it's a slippery parking lot it's and this this goes out to anybody who lives in arctic climate either all of the year or a good chunk of the year so edmonton calgary in canada right saskatchewan utah never mind. Utah, utah utah don't know yeah <laughs> they're still plowing while we're struggling <laughs> um but uh yeah so like and like i hit my head hard enough that i kind of was like oh here i go but it, i didn't go i didn't get knocked out enough and i just looked up and it was just like pickles and jalapenos <laughs> like like all the colors most of people s- see stars yeah <laughs> I, I see condiments Soft Pickles. <laughs> but like the, the the best part is that like all of the colors of subway against like a freshly snowed ground oh. are very pretty Actually, like it looked like a Jackson Pollock. I was going to say it looked like a big Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> For the, there was some sort of a little bit of my blood. <laughs> yeah. Blood leaking from the back of my head. Did you like try to
2: hide it or what did you do?
0: Well, like I did it right in front of the three main accounting offices. So there's always somebody in there so I, as soon as I kind of was like sitting up, I saw people coming out to like help me up and brush off lettuce and they yeah. just wanted the sauce uh, <laughs> That's but amazing I, but I haven't fought like I fall like that like once a century like it's I saw so you just go big yeah I oh but i not oh, often I always like if if I could ever be convicted of something clumsy it would definitely be like oh, oh, I always almost fall but I never fully fall right oh. so like and I oh it's always at work it's never anywhere else And because it's the only place I really have any sense of urgency whatsoever. So I'm I'm always like I'll bounce off somebody and you think I'm about to fall. But then I like half gainer it out. And Mm. then, you know, six Russian judges hold up a nine point six (laughs) and I carry on about my day.
1: I think taking a fall is when you you reach the point in your life where your reflexes and muscles aren't sufficient enough to rebalance yourself. Yes. Start. Yeah. Yeah then where you're like oh you try to adjust but you fall anyway like you've, you've crossed the barrier from falling to taking a fall <laughs>
0: like why couldn't humans adapt the way cats do that no matter what you drop a cat and it always lands on its feet like
3: we have a cat at home that just lets it happen really you just push him off something and it's end of days mm-hmm. <laughs> he ends, that's it for him he just grumbles like a deck yeah. of cards that's yeah.
0: adorable like every cat that I've ever, well, the only three cats I've ever had in my life. Like, I, I can't huck burger. Oh, really? And get like, I <laughs> you can't. Well, 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 it's, <laughs> it's arm not, strength. my sound
1: strong enough. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's I what I mean. A, yeah, I mean it, one would have a hard time with 35 pounds of feline, <laughs> yeah. but like, as as big as he is, like, I'll just like lately, like kind of fuck with him over the edge of the ottoman. And like, he's right down, like he, he lands like a, a gymnast. <laughs> it's, it's pretty impressive. Actually, he sticks the landing every fucking time. Um, but enough about cats. Let's, let's talk about movies. Actually. Uh, oh, not yet. Okay. Maybe we, we should just address, there seems to be a different voice in the, uh, in the room. There me. is. It's, it's a fairer tone. A one, fairer one. tone it, has, yes. it has, it has less baritone and more tenor <laughs> yes. to it. Who is that? That's over there, Mark.
1: It's that's, this is Chrissy. This is, Hi uh, there. this is Chrissy Latimer. My, uh, my better half as, as some tend to say. Uh and we've talked about her a lot on the show. Chrissy's uh gave us a lot of input, some good ideas. Some one good might topics. say number one fan. <laughs> one may say
3: long-time listener, first-time podcaster. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> so she's
0: joining us today for a show. We uh talked to her in the coming. Welcome to the show, Chrissy.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
0: That's I'm I'm excited for this show specifically be, for two reasons because one you're here but two this is going to be this, th- this one was one of those. Me and Mark were standing outside of an apartment after somebody else's podcast, and we were like, meh. No, meh, meh, meh. Meh, meh, meh. and it was like instantaneous. <laughs> it took like three rounds of like, we should do this. No, we should do that. How about this? Okay, done. And then we moved on. And sounded, those are my favorite that ones. It
1: sounded like a parent teacher conference on uh, Peanuts. <laughs> I was just good. <laughs> Charlie, <Brown>. Charlie Brown. <laughs>
0: Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Brown. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's start off the show like we always do, uh, Jimmy. Thank you for showing up again, second oh. podcast in 48 hours. Oh, they can't get enough of me. I can't get enough of you. I don't blame you. You're, you, you your excitement is contagious. Uh. When you when you come in the room, it, it, I'm, I'll be sitting here and I'm like, I I start to get excited, then I start to get in my head, and then that that battle happens for a bit. But then Jimmy shows up with his fresh face, and I'm just like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Jimmy this brings is, a good energy. You do.
2: It's it's a neutral positivity. <laughs> <laughs> Just radiates neutral. <laughs> it's like I don't feel bad.
0: You bring you bring the the swi- the Swiss into the room. The yes. S- you're Switzerland. <laughs> it's just you, just
2: a strong neutrality. <laughs>
0: I'm neither happy nor sad.
2: Tell my wife I said hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. What'd you watch this week?
2: I wa- I got around to watching Midsummer. Oh, uh, yeah, I was uh,
0: Midsummer or well, Midsummer. I don't know.
2: You <laughs> 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 just go so to a movie. They just—I do, don't know.
0: Refresh um, our memory.
2: Well, it's uh, it's it's made by the same director who did uh, Hereditary. Have you guys seen that one? I have not. I have. Scared the hell out of me. Scared the hell out of me uh, too. It, yeah, definitely one of the most uh, recent horror movies that Psycho genuinely thriller. scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, maybe I should actually check out Midsummer, and I didn't want to watch it because Hereditary was so scary. I was like, maybe I should just hold off for a while my roommate was watching and i'm like i ah, started over i forced him to start it over he was already 20 minutes in or so dick <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he rewinds it and it was it's interesting like i can't really think of another horror movie where it's all shot
0: during the day
2: that's mm. interesting like, it's, 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 it's not the
0: traditionally scary part of the day
2: it, well it's uh, it's about these um like uh, these american college students who go to um sweden i believe it is on like a, just a fun trip and they sit in this weird village that you feel is kind of culty from mm-hmm. the beginning, but they just seem really nice and really positive. So it's, it's like how I feel to you guys, yeah. I guess.
0: I bring a culty vibe. I bring it's a very a very culty Jimmy esque Village. Yeah. <laughs> My, I, I assure you, pink drink has nothing else in it but water and crystal light <laughs> particles, sir. Go on.
2: Oh, don't. If you haven't seen the movie, don't say pink drink. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh. Okay. Tell us more. Uh, you should um. I'll say that you should definitely watch it, but these, uh, the, te- you can eventually feel that these college students are starting to feel more and more uneasy with what's going on in this. F- I don't even want to call it a village; it's just like this area. I guess it is a village. It's an area in the woods where a bunch of people have <laughs> set up camp.
0: I'll say village for two hundred. Yeah. Hours.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It just, I wouldn't say it's traditionally scary. Like I wouldn't. I can't even think of a jump scare they did, but it was uh, psychologically
0: scary. Okay. Yeah. So a melting of one's ideas, reality, (laughs) and such. Okay.
2: Uh, Yeah, near the end, it definitely starts to get into mindfucked. Is it? That's is it gory? No. No? No. I wouldn't call it gory. Just uh, psychologically thrilling.
0: Like paranormal activity, psychologically thrilling. Like, is there is there an entity? Is there a culty curse? Is there? Um, Are you playing twenty questions? (laughs) (laughs) It is. Am I a mineral? That's that's a, that's a sore point for Mark Jimmy because a couple of weeks ago we went out and did headbands at the board game cafe, and we were, we were so you get a list of questions and we and Mark was struggling. <laughs> am I a mineral? He got the heart. He he got it like he was a refrigerator. We all had people, and he was a refrigerator. I think or, or some inanimate object. I
1: went fourth, and the first three were like all people, and so all they had to do is, okay, am I person? Yes. Oh, am I a man or a woman? Or like, or am I a man? Yes. Okay, I'm like my person. No. Am I thing? No. Am, am I? Am I? Am I a place? No. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: am I? <laughs> this like psychological meltdown. Fuck, am I? <laughs> anyways. anyways, that's like um, a crisis. We digress. <laughs> so, out of ten, how many weird? culty cults would you give it I mean, i'd rate it a jim jones a jim jones oh. yeah. <laughs> a david that's Kurev. really really that's kool-aid, Kool-Aid pink drinking
2: yeah no oh, kidding just uh heaven's I, gate yeah. with
0: some nikes going off on a comet kind of fucking there's,
2: shit there's no like supernatural anything it's just this village and they're very culty and very scary
0: yeah. you know i do like a good cult series a good cult tv show i'm glad you finished that i, <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> do I love, love, a love cult. love me a good cult yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, what are you in by? Uh, right now? <laughs> Love some un- unrecognizable sacrifices and such. <laughs> oh, good, excellent. The <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I like them because it, they usually tend to have four or five different characters with four or five different intersecting stories. I like that. I like multiple stories intersecting at the same time. There was one, Aaron Paul did. I, the the name leaves me, um, but it was, a, it was a TV show. Was it on the Sci-Fi channel? I think it was. Um, let me check this out here while I... Use left brain, right brain here. Um, I wish we had a Jamie like Joe Rogan yeah. <laughs> It would be so nice. I'm Anybody Monica. have a nephew? Like a, a Wobby Wob? <laughs> a Wobby Wob? Like just somebody. <laughs> Just going to um, hang out and check
1: things for us. Uh, Aaron
0: <laughs> Paul. It, it was a really good show, and it, it was about like some sort of... Chrissy, like, do you want to come by when you're not podcasting and just fact check
1: for <laughs> us? Fact checking us? <guys? laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't want to be fact checked. I just want yeah. someone to, to sit on the computer and we're look shit up. We're wrong so
2: often.
3: <laughs> Week three, Mark will be like, so we're actually good. <laughs> <laughs> so It's okay. We, we're, we're Facts right. aren't really a big part <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> not part of what we do. <laughs> oh,
1: God. where the hell is it? Uh, I could always talk about my movie while you search for that. Yeah, right? go for it. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> move on. Yes. Um I, I I actually for the a rare time I watched something in the horror genre uh, also. Um I watched because I had never seen the original It. So I watched like a month ago, three weeks ago we watched It the not the TV series but the movie remake. Oh. And we just watched It Chapter 2 nice. uh, the other day. And uh, I haven't read the book. Chrissy was a big uh, proponent of it. And I didn't realize that the It One and It Chapter Two are actually the It story just divided in yeah. half. Very much so, so. Yeah, it was really, I was impressed by the way that they tied. The first one, they didn't really talk about them as adults at all. Like they really divided it into the story as as kids. Have you guys
2: seen chapter? Two? I've seen. I oh, seen I've only chapter... seen one, but feel free to spoil. So, yeah,
1: it, it just, it's just it just was really cool that they really tied. Like I thought it was gonna be. Oh, now we're gonna get them as adults. But in two, they really do the back and forth juxtaposition of them as kids. And there's even so much so that there's scenes where they're they're in it as an adult, and then they'll the sweet like it'll be a character as an adult, and then they switch, and suddenly it's to the Kid character oh, of that, and then now they're kids, and then they like they bounce back and forth between the two ages, so you like get two 20, perceptions, twenty-seven years apart. So yeah, it's really uh, it was kind of cool. I'm not a huge horror fan, but it was just psychological enough and just interesting enough. And
0: um is it gorier than the first? Yeah.
3: No
2: one,
1: no, no. no it's have you, guys,
3: have you guys read the book?
2: Yeah, not all the way on and through. off the toilet
0: as a kid, but like yeah. never. So there's
3: still no orgy. <laughs> no orgy, oh, yeah. right? Oh, I'm not gonna see this. <laughs> no,
0: twelve. That, year that old, orgy was a big know. selling yeah. feature yeah, when, when yeah, I
3: found that out. Yeah. And also, Mark's dead inside. It's, oh, because there's like five jump scares, <laughs> and we're sitting close to each other, and I like scream and jump <laughs> and yell because I don't like jump scares, and I look at him and he's just i just sitting there. I'm like, what's there. wrong with you? Why are you fucking dead inside? <laughs> yeah. What is the matter with you? I enjoyed the movie. It's good.
0: <laughs> you know, I understand how he can do that sometimes because when I know there's a jump scare coming, I buckle into that mentality where I'm like, nothing will scare me. Right? Exactly. Like finger, like white knuckling it. You know, I'm like, "I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh I'm nothing will scare me. Um, But I get it. So uh, the new actors they picked. I think they cast
1: really well. I think the best casting. What's the guy's name with the glasses? The Richie. Richie, who's played by uh, who's the character? Bill Hader. No, but in Stranger Things, who played the the original?
0: Oh, the uh, the is it Mikey from the skinny tall one? Yeah, the one who's dating. Sun Green. No, he's dating Eleven. No, the
2: oh from Stranger Things. Yes,
0: Um,
1: Finn Wolfhard. Okay, he's plays Richie in number one. Yeah. Um, so Bill Hader as like an older Richie was seems like a good awesome, cast, right? Right, because he's a comedian, and then he grows up to be a professional comedian. And I think Bill Hader did a fucking awesome job.
0: I have a, I have a talent crush on Jessica Chastain too oh like she she really I, I I just recently watched Zero Dark Thirty again so I mean I know that's I'm sure it's not the same actor a good movie. The same, you can you can't draw between the two but she does she draws very performance. I think
1: it was cast so. really well um I was a little questioning like Bill Hader can get a little crazy sometimes but no I it was it was well cast it was the characters were interesting it kind of sucked you in
3: are you gonna give the twist which twist Richie Oh, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. So I think I at the end of the movie we argued about it. Yeah, spoiler <laughs>
1: alert. I felt and I thought I picked heavily up on it during it that I think Richie's gay.
3: Mark's super woke.
1: And and I don't <laughs> I don't think that was the original intention in the book, but in the movie I it don't really I think this was an adaptation just for the movie. Yeah, it comes out to me that <laughs> it comes out to me <laughs> <laughs> during the course of the show that I think that Richie's really in love with Eddie. And, and yeah, they uh, have a little back and forth, yeah, they, right? and that's and, fresh. And apparently, in the book, is the you know, they're just really good friends. But I think it comes out that they did they always, you know, they teased each other like like little kids do. You always tease the person you like, right? Right. And uh, it comes out, and I'm like, oh, that was that's kind of interesting. But it's not an in your face, um, <coughs> sort of. You know, it's here just because it, it is, which which I enjoyed. They don't actually It is? They, yeah, they don't <laughs> say it, but. <laughs> They kind of <laughs> allude to it a lot. And I'm like, oh, that, it's an interesting for the character. It, it adds, like, another wrinkle into the whole development. And I thought it was good. I'm not a huge horror fan, but uh, I thought it was... There's, it reminds me. I was a big uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fan when I was a kid, oh. right? And there's scenes in it that are very Nightmare on Elm Street-esque, like with their, the old house and, and you know, the, the larger-than-life Pennywise that's kind of coming after yeah. them and creatures that kind of reminded me of some of the, the Freddy stuff. So I enjoy it. Yeah, because yeah,
0: Freddie did take like weird shapes and like, sometimes control, he's walking in the yeah. hall and his arms start stretching out and <laughs> or, like, you know, his mouth opens up <laughs> yeah. and it's like, yeah like what well, he controls the dream yeah, yeah. you're totally right yeah, so he's like that's
2: puppet master it's fun
1: yeah. yeah and that's very what Pennywise does right like he he'll just adapt and it it is what you fear sort of thing yes, right? Yeah. so it's uh, it reminded me of that which I like. I how, like that kind of horror.
0: How many lost sailboats down a sewer drain? I'm how ma- I'm, you know what?
1: I would give it a solid like eight and a half red balloons out of ten. Ooh, <laughs> red balloons. Yeah. Not
3: 99, just eight and a half? Just eight and a half. Okay. <laughs> I like that it was, <laughs> Off balloons. It was funny still. It like, still It, it, it did some, have yeah. funny parts, which is nice. Well,
0: they are pulled, like McAvoy's got some comedy chops. Hater, I mean, I've mm, seen him on a skid or two. that's his name. McAvoy. McAvoy. He yeah. can
2: act with his face better than most people can do with yes. their whole body in voice. McAvoy? Yeah. Mac
0: It's incredible. I caught it recently. Somebody was making mention that just for his act like for the amount of characters he played in glass and in and in uh the original. It's eluding me right Split. now. Split. Split, thank you. Oh, you you deserve an award for switching in and out of characters Absolutely. that and much. Flawlessly. Flawless. Like there's there's yeah. no break. It's just all he's all fluid.
1: And he plays Professor, Xavier, a young Professor Xavier. He right? Does that's my I, mean, not that's I, great I job. recognize him from. Have totally you seen his
0: his big like his kind of mainstream launch? Because he's one of the across the pond actors who did a lot of work before, but a lot of English stuff, a lot of United Kingdom stuff. Um, the Last King of Scotland. No, I've it's been on my list forever to watch, and mm. I just haven't seen. True it. True story it's a biopic yes and uh we're still out on, we're st- uh. the judge is still out on biopic versus biopic between biopic, <laughs> biopic. uh <laughs> but uh it's uh it's it's a crazy true story and he does amazing like it's it's, a, it's one of the last i i feel good biopics that really encompasses enough of a whole story
1: cool. yeah so. no it was it was good it was the humor was there it was uh it had some interesting nods to um Back to Stephen King, like Stephen King does a, a cameo in it. Of course, he and does. Um, McAvoy's character is a writer as an adult. Of course, he is right, and they make a comment about how everybody hates his books because the endings suck. Yeah, and he's supposed to be Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. he's right. basically turned into Stephen King, right? <laughs> That's smart. And they make a bunch of jokes about it, like, you know, he's even he's in a shop, and Stephen King's—I don't want to ruin it for anybody—but Stephen King's like the the owner of like an antique kind of a, a shop, a pawn shop. And uh, he knows that he walks in and he's like, oh, this is my childhood bike. I want to buy my bike. And he goes to the guy at the counter and it's Stephen King. He says, oh, you're uh, so-and-so, whoever the author is. He goes, oh, that's what it is. And and uh, he says, well, since you got a bunch of money, you can afford to pay, you know, big bucks for the bike <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And, and McAvoy's sitting at the counter and he's kind of flipping through some things. And there's a copy of his book. He's like, oh, uh, you want me to sign this too? And Stephen King goes, nah, I didn't like the ending. <laughs>
0: Uh.
3: and in the beginning of the movie they're making fun of his book that they've turned into a movie and they're like all your movies are shit <laughs> <laughs> and who's the
1: director it's it's a well-known director too I didn't look it well, up there's so
0: much going on like I mean obviously everyone knows how much he hated the original Shining so now he's praising Dr. Sleep Yeah. so there is they, Stephen King is been known to be like uh that's shit like he does not pull any punches so that's good. Yeah. i think that's a great joke to make because yeah. you know you're he doesn't take himself too seriously right.
1: I guess. so i'd say yeah even if you're not into the horror genre per se it's not it's it's horror for people that aren't into horror like yes yeah. horror thriller it's not hard horror it's yeah smart. Horror, exactly. adjacent. It's horror it's smart. adjacent it's smart. <laughs> adjacent no it is no friday the 13th no oh
0: okay sorry <laughs> It's horror of Freddy.
1: (laughs) Um, Anyways, it was good. Awesome. Chrissy.
3: Hi.
0: I'm going to ask you this for the first time. It's going to feel great. What'd you watch this week?
3: So we had Movie Day on Saturday. I love those. Yeah, it was good. Um, It ended poorly with uh, John Wick 3. Okay. Yep. Yep. So the bit of backstory is that John Wick 1 is probably in my top 10 movies. Love it. Super funny. I like incognito humor, where it's not right in your face, but people say sort of low-key funny things, or they do things. It's not right on the nose. That's right, and you have to be a little bit intelligent to get it. So, super excited to watch John Wick 3, based on that same premise. Movie starts. There was six words in the first 20 minutes. (laughs) 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 The rest was literally fighting, so he's excommunicado so (laughs) everybody's trying to kill him
0: yeah he's he's running from every hitman on the planet at this point right Right? yeah Yeah. okay
3: literally the coolest part of this entire movie was these really well-trained dogs (laughs) in a fight scene for about 15 minutes like it took all of the cool nuancey stuff from john wick and just just there was maybe 15 20 minutes of Dialogue? I
1: honestly think that there (laughs) might be... like almost a silent film. There might be for every word in the script that gets spoken, there might be somebody who gets shot in the head.
3: And blood spatter (laughs) everywhere. Like, there's that much
1: violence. Without a word of a lie, there is probably two, three, four... Four separate
2: fight scenes that lasted over ten minutes apiece. Easy. It's like they took what they everybody liked from the first one and just blew it up. Right. It's right. the scene
1: from his house in the first one. Yeah. For an entire movie. <laughs> and it's yeah. a neat, it's a neat story. I don't want to say yeah. you go, go, no, like we said fine. the same thing.
3: We really liked the separate world, right? Like at the hotel with the coins and you make phone call and do it. And well, so you, you, you need get a... these
0: little snippets of his previous life. In cool ways, right? You're like, oh, there's a hotel for all these hitmen that you have a membership to. That's that right. He just goes to for solace because he's on the run in the first one. So you're like, that's cool. Like that's expanding a universe as and, you go.
1: And it is. Is it number two where the hitman goes to try to kill him, and he yes. kills the guy yeah. in the Continental? Yeah. Yes. Right. Which is a breach of their policy. Which
0: entered John Wick Three. He's now on the run yes. from everybody.
1: So what you do, and we found fascinating, was that you get this this gl- It's all about the secret world that hides in plain. Sight of yes. the, the, the hitmen and and st- and everybody that's part of the the high table, and they 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 follow the rules of the high table. So you get lots of glimpses into all across the
0: continents, the
1: country, the yeah. world. Sure, that there's all of these. There's a series of these hotels and locations and oh. stuff. There's that, that, a brotherhood, so to speak. Yeah. yeah, and the and there's like a
3: the coolest part was currency. Halle Berry had two German shepherds, and they were super <laughs> well trained. And in one of the twenty-minute fight scenes. Her dogs fight with her and they like run up stuff and jump off of oh, it. Oh, does and she do the kind of tricks throat. where like she'll get
0: down on an angle and they'll like run off her back? 100%. Yes.
1: Sick. Yes.
0: Okay. She just
3: calls their name and they like dive at people, rip out their throat. They, with, they like they, they munch on
1: like 20 different nut sacks. Oh, yeah. They're all about the dick.
3: Those dogs were all about the dick. <laughs> yeah, they go the right dick. for the dick.
0: <laughs> Brazilian nuts. <laughs> yeah. Lots of Moroccan nuts. <laughs> Lots of Moroccan nuts. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Russian the, nuts any
1: any uh, russian nuts some no as pretty much I man I maybe saw a little bit of russian nuts but mostly moroccan nuts okay yeah and yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to kind of keep up with euphemism. but, but a, without stop. a word of i think that scene the fight scene in, in morocco there is 20 minutes long there's feels also like. a <laughs> fight scene
3: at the end where he fights two guys and i was bored when he was fighting the two guys and he still had to fight the main guy and I kept looking at Mark and saying, he still has one more fight.
1: It felt like a video game where you had like <laughs> so many like underbosses and you couldn't get to the boss fight. <laughs>
3: Literally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> over de- <laughs> Overdeveloped, so to speak. Yeah.
3: And it's probably because I had high expectations that I was more disappointed because I loved the... I, I've watched the first one. The first times. one's a
0: sleeper. It's a low budget. It's... We hope this does well. Like, yeah. there was... I guarantee you the studio was like, sure, yes, it'll make money because you have Keanu, but don't expect the story to do well. Right. Just expect Keanu to be holding the torch. And then it blew up. Yeah. And and that I think John Wick is doing this interesting thing with other actors where now like uh, Liam Neeson is getting action roles, right? Like they're turning some of these older characters in Hollywood into a franchise now right. where it's like yeah. you can you can have this edgy past and, and, and you can build this series around it and make these action movies that are like you say one long fight scene and I thought John Wick one was one long fight scene when you hmm. when you get it for the first time I can't imagine what three would be without any like like the expendables they're almost <laughs> making fun of the industry that is yeah. action with all of yeah. the overtopness but
2: then they but make three of them
0: <laughs> you still have to have a story if you're going to make three of yeah. them yes yeah.
2: Yeah, it was it was good.
3: What's the? I know you love Tom Cruise. What's the Tom Cruise series that I really like? Um, Jack Reacher. Oh, sick. I, yeah, yeah. I love Jack Reacher, and I thought that they were similar in the way that there is a lot of fight scenes, but the dialogue they use is witty. It's smart. It's funny. It doesn't take itself too seriously. I feel like this movie lost all of that.
1: I think the best thing for me maybe was that that cameo, like that Lawrence Fishburne. Is there a fight yeah. scene
0: with the two of them? Well, he's in
3: the no. second one, right? Just gets his Is he in the second
0: one? I think so. A, he yeah. makes his appearance in the second oh. one, but is more heavy, heavy. Isn't isn't somebody else in it, too? Why do I feel? No. Okay, I'm just wishing Carrie Ann Moss was in it at this point. <laughs> That's a complete wishful who's thought. The right who's the lady? Who's the
3: lady in the ballet studio who's hmm. in John Wick 3?
0: Oh, um,
1: oh, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh. Anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll check. You, you, yeah, yeah. You okay. move Okay. On. okay.
0: Um, okay. <laughs> What'd you watch this week, Michael? <laughs> well, <laughs> I really wanted to ask her how many Bill out of Ted she gave oh, John Wick 3. Oh, but... my
3: God. Um, how many Ted's
2: out of Bill's?
0: Yeah, how many Ted's out of Bill's? <laughs> I'm not sure I know what how that Rufuses. means. How many Rufus's? No, I'm just I know the movie, but... Uh... <laughs> you don't need to know what that means.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it doesn't get very many. It gets like four. Okay. Four. four I appreciate Teds. your
0: criticism of that because it is a very popular movie, so to... Like Angelica I,
1: Houston. Angelica oh.
0: Houston. Oh, she's a dame.
3: I think it got less because I wanted it to be so much better. Okay. When you, know, and you yeah. really are like, yes, this and is going to be great. Know. Yeah. It, it, that sucks.
0: When things get too long in the tooth, Game of Thrones is a prime example. You phone <laughs> in your last one, right? <laughs> yeah. Because you're 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 like, okay, I'll sign on for two more. You get your you get your trilogy, and then you probably like we we as people are watching movies, going, okay, these guys are really locked into what they're doing. But they're signing deals for their next job halfway through yeah. writing something. So if they get amped on something else, I mean, yeah, it, it's safe to say that they may stop giving a shit and lay off the gas, so to speak. And yeah, you've got to.
3: I maybe shouldn't have listened to your Stuntman episode because I was like, mm, he's throwing himself to that glass and it looks stupid. <laughs> it's interesting when that
0: happens. <laughs> eh? when, you fight, when you get a little tidbit, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm
1: going to look at this differently. <laughs> you, you start becoming, there's so much fight scenes, you start becoming overly critical of their fighting yes like you start seeing points where like the guys holding the block prior to the kick being thrown and you're like yeah. oh that seems a little obvious <laughs> editing somebody in editing <laughs> is there a coffee cup left in this scene too <laughs> but to answer
0: your question jimmy uh what did i watch this week i am in love with fleabag oh. i can't watch enough fleabag is on amazon you know, all mm-hmm. looking at me like i'm talking about my cat um <laughs> michael has amazon yeah <laughs> Yes. Actually, he just
1: has this bag with fleas. It's
2: crazy to watch.
0: Keeps uh, it in his closet. Hours of entertainment. It's so itchy. Yeah, it's just it's my laundry bag full of fleas that I'm just standing watching. Um, no, fleabag is uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge writes it. She stars in it. And the fleabag is the female version I, I believe of Californication. Oh she's a, she's a, she's a female Hank Moody. And she's trying to make it through life at a certain point. Her backstory is she has a sister who is perfect. And I air quote that hard, um, full of mental health disorders and like anxiety. And she's Fleabag who we fall in love with is very the opposite. Who Phoebe Waller Bridges character is. And she's just a horrible human being. She does a lot of really bad things. It's fun to watch a shitty person mitigate through life is what I'm getting at. And that's what this show is all about. You fall in love with her character because she's trying to be better. Yeah. Um, But like it's it's very English. It's very highbrow. It's very smart humor that you have to listen to, Chrissy. Perfect. Um, Shauna got me hooked on it and like she'd watched it once. And I remember it being on in the background and uh, was like tuning in and out because there's some outrageous things that are said in this show but said with an English accent so it's proper right you're like did they just say that You're <laughs> not offended as opposed to what the fuck did they just say <laughs> right offended. like it it, it it comes off the tongue easier and I mean prime example there's a priest in the second season that is marrying her father to her new stepmother And he's an alcoholic priest, (laughs) loves to party, loves to have a good time. And then she falls in love with him. And then she's trying to deflower a priest while the priest is trying to keep the new marriage of her parents on track so that he can officiate it. If you if you like really dirty, lowbrow, smart humor, watch it. Do we have Amazon? Uh, yes perfect it's two seasons binge worthy Um,
3: you can come over the the character kind of reminds
0: me of uh, when you start talking about it like frank from shameless frank from shameless is another (laughs) great not as not as downtrodden like she has a cafe but she's bad at business right and she has an ex-boyfriend who's just a pussy and keeps coming back and she keeps manipulating him to coming back and like and like, and I know Mark loves this I don't know about Jimmy or Chrissy but it breaks the fourth wall nice. all the fucking time you are part of the show she's narrating her life to you the entire time which is the big hook that's cool because mm. there's one scene in the second season when she turns around spoiler alert to look at the camera and the person she's interacting with went who are you looking at <laughs> and she's like, "What, you can see that? You can't see that. Who's there?" And then and then all of a sudden she's afraid you've been outed to the other person on the show. Super smart. And she she didn't her episode of SNL was priceless. Having having seen her before seeing Fleabag, yeah. I wish I'd seen the other way around. Oh, okay. Because I would have got you like you knew what to expect. I would exactly and her, she's just so dry and it's yeah, it's great. The breaking the fourth wall, I think where I
1: fell in love with it was uh House of Lies. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, House of Cards or House House of of Lies. lies? House of is that what? That's what Don Cheadle, right? Don Cheadle and Kristen Bell. Yes, and
1: uh, it's. Have you watched the series? No, great series. And they break the fort. They're in the middle of a scene, and suddenly everybody will freeze in the scene except like Don Cheel's character and he'll narrate to the audience and he'll explain <sighs> what's going on in his mind. And he's going to like, this guy thinks I'm fucking, I'm going to go along with him and I'm just trying to fuck him over. And, and he'll talk to you about and then he'll go back to his position. And then the scene starts again and they do it in a really smart way. It's That's awesome. I,
0: any fourth wall breaking show. I Watch will. House of
1: Lies. You'll love it. Okay. The characters are fantastic.
0: I, uh, I do want to press on to... <laughs> change what i said about remembrance day earlier in the <laughs> podcast i'd like to make up for it by dedicating <laughs> the uh the the trailer of the week to um, bam, 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 bam. because it's remembrance day uh so the trailer of the week is trailer dedicated of the week there, it's yeah. fantasy yes Alan. thank you i forgot chris is in here so um yeah so dedicated to all the i'm trying to dedicate to the <laughs> veterans mark sorry Jesus Murphy, have some respect. Mark. I will give you a moment <laughs> That's of silence. Ninety-nine yeah. percent of no, our I, listener base. <laughs> a moment of silence on a podcast yeah. is the worst idea ever. <laughs> so we'll skip that. We'll just dedicate the trailer of the week to we, all you those know, who we're, have served. We're going to
1: give a moment of silence, but we're just going to cut it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, trust us, it'll be there. We did it, though. We did yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Yes. What? All right. So, let's start off with uh, the trailer of the week, which is Midway. The Japanese are planning something bigger
1: so what's the target we believe it's midway washington disagrees washington is wrong
0: if we lose then japanese on the west coast seattle san francisco los angeles we'll burn. the uh world war ii biopic about the, a battle that really isn't known that much everyone knows pearl Harbor. But nobody knows the retaliation from Pearl Harbor, which is what this is about. So, Jimmy, what do you think?
2: Oh man, I think uh, I thought the trailer was interesting. I mean, it's, uh, it's it seems like another war movie, and they always seem to be nominated for Oscars, so I'm sure
0: it will be. There's a there's a serum. Um, there's a there's a recipe there, right? That you can clearly tell they've hit uh, the buttons on.
2: I don't know if I'll see it in theaters, but if it was on, I don't know if it was on TV or if it was on Netflix, I'd probably check it out.
0: Do you like war movies in general or no? Eh. Okay. I'm a
2: young person. I don't have to fight in wars. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay, so, yeah. You, it
0: could like, never, ah, never happen to me.
3: never
0: to me. I'm not, I'm, I don't like wars. Why would I Why would I have to experience a war? I'm not going. Wars are what happened in history. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I learned it in a book. It's yester-day history because wars. it's over. Yeah.
0: Fucking history. War is okay. over. Wars. <laughs> it's so yesterday. We haven't had one of those in like 40 years. <laughs> Except all the ones that are
1: going on right now. Except right now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, Mark. What do you think? Uh,
1: you know what? I'm not a war. I'm with Jimmy. And <laughs> I'm with Jimmy on the not being a big war movie fan. Okay. Um, but I like seeing the trailer. The cinematography looks pretty fucking outstanding. It does like the way that it was shot? Some of those like dive bombing shots where they're dropping the bombs and the like this. It, it clearly CGI'd to to the no tits. fucking end. Yeah. But it's CGI'd with old planes and real machine gun fire, which is Kind of an interesting thing because CGI tends to get the rap of being futuristic.
0: Yeah, like filling in what like. You don't CGI something from the 60s. Yeah. You CGI something that's never Unless been. Unless it's James Dean. Unless it's Joel. Unless it, oh, <laughs> we, we can talk Elephant. about that sometimes too. <laughs> we talked about that on the or <laughs> Oh, talk. did you? The we hot did, button yeah. topic? Yeah. That's but a, but
1: yeah, I thought it was pretty cool that, that it's like tons of CGI, but like old stuff from what what Pearl Harbor would be like 41? 40, 43, I think. Oh somebody I wish we had fact checking this is probably one we should know it's remembrance day this yeah. one let's get right okay but right. it was I, I uh, thought it was interesting again uh, I'm, I'm not gonna go to the theaters and see it but I uh, for sure watch it when it comes out yeah. at home
0: Chrissy oh before you go on 1941 we're all wrong I sorry those 41 you, you said 41 Yeah. okay I just didn't we're want to be alone
3: <laughs> 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 Chrissy what are your I thoughts I that sound <laughs> I uh, I have a little bit of a problem with putting out a movie and being like, on this Remembrance Day, we're going to do honor to our veterans by putting out this movie. It's a little like... Yeah. It makes me feel a little weird inside. Icky. Yeah, like... <laughs> Uh, do do does anyone think that a war veteran went today to go watch this movie? Midway,
0: like, probably oh, not. Somebody well, we'll with PTSD from right. that yeah. day, like, like it's the, not. They're yeah. trying to make it
2: for them, but it's clearly not. It's not for, for them.
3: them. I don't think any of those people are like, oh, memories. Well, oh, with that said, yes. we're not dedicating the trailer towards all
0: the veterans today. <laughs> I feel like a jerk. Sorry. We're mad, <laughs> no, don't be. I get your we're point, mad though. Your producers. point, producers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But that is the timing. There is a
1: lot of vets that have made that pilgrimage back to like Normandy and the, yeah. the beaches yeah, that's of very Europe true.
2: and stuff like that.
3: I just don't think they're doing it like oh pew, they're pew, using. Pew a, they're, pew. Remember that time? Like they're
1: it's, taking advantage of a market. Pew employee. pew pew is that's the guns. <laughs>
3: that's literally what I in, see when in I watch. Forty
1: one. That. That's what the gun sound. Isn't like? that
0: that racist YouTuber? <laughs>
3: <laughs> pew pew pew.
0: That's pew deep Oh okay, I'm sorry. Too many pews oh, and pies. I don't like that for thing for either. To... <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I, Chris, you make a good point, like using Veterans Day to release a movie that probably some of these people either experienced or have family that, you mm-hmm. know, are around that have heard stories. That's kind of that's cheesy. That's that, that's Hollywood being Hollywood yeah. is what that is. That's that is above the line studio going. How do we make this movie make money traditionally in a run for 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 award season. Right? Yeah. Like November, December. Like just, yeah. yeah. So they're they're hyping what, on that. What better time of the year really
2: to release a war movie?
1: You don't Fair. release it
0: in August. Like yeah. you know, on They don't
2: fight wars in August. <laughs> no one Jimmy, fights wars in the summer. Jimmy wars are seasonal, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: Summers just, off. They take summers off. They're all <laughs> it's teachers.
2: <too> hot. <laughs> they're
0: teachers
1: in war
2: just summers <laughs> off. I always assume teachers just sat at their desk really quiet until <laughs> we came back. <laughs>
0: they never leave Jimmy. They just power they're down just Wait, oh. they power it down. Me- me- Teachers me- are people?
2: <coughs>
0: well, my thoughts on it. I love a good war movie. I do I love a good period piece. Uh specifically with this <laughs> What are we talking about? What's We're talking about you know? time periods. Oh, sorry. I'm talking about a period. Um I I That's not why I came on. <laughs> I i i like a good i like a good war movie mostly because i i like history i like that history because that world war two specifically is a is when i think humanity realized that war is a profitable and and like that more world war one was supposed to be the war to end all wars yes yeah. world war two happened because of world war one and then everyone realized you start one war somebody loses somebody gets pissed off and comes back for for vengeance yeah. so right. like. I like looking at these movies and seeing what Hollywood can take from such a fucking travesty and educate you, right? And yeah. make it entertaining at the same time. Just release it on a different I, day. I do
1: like that it maybe like, I'm not a big fan of the, although the cinematography look like, good in the war scenes. It's kind of like John Wick. I'm, I like the story of war movies yes. more than I like the battling of war like movies. Like Private Ryan. Oh. Yeah, I God. like a good story in the background, like Enigma. Memphis Bell? Right. I haven't seen that. Oh I don't think. But I, like something like Enigma where they talk about like the the, the codes and the secret, you know, like the oh, Enigma machine, right? Oh,
0: you're talking about um with Benedict Cabbage yeah. Patch, oh. um, Benedict cabbage Patch yes. Yeah. Um the, uh, the the imitation game. Imitation game, thank you. I was <laughs> gonna call it the
2: impression game. <laughs> <laughs> the illusionist. <laughs> oh
0: goodness. Uh, no, was, but yeah. What was the
1: other uh, period piece
2: magic movie?
1: We talked about this. <laughs> the yeah. Prestige, the Prestige, and <laughs> the Illusion.
0: Are we on what podcast
2: are we doing, Jamie? <laughs> I love this. Welcome to the Magic Show. <laughs>
1: uh, you, but you're you're definite right. Like a good that joke was made on Edward Norton's the podcast I was just really listening to because Dax refers to something and he says the prestige is like oh i should have said the
0: illusion yes no the, <laughs> the one that starred you yeah no that was my favorite part of that fucking episode too oh um, man anyways but yeah good story from history that includes so this battle which is essentially the revenge for like cuz pearl harbor everyone's like oh it was a sneak attack it was very well planned and after that was the midway which is the second which which is the west coast of the united states like can you imagine like can you imagine had that like all of these stories that we hear about right which is why i love them so much because yeah. you get to go back and be like all right well you've heard people say could you imagine if this happened and the japanese had done this well no i go to a movie to imagine it and i watch so, man in the high tower <laughs> <you have> <laughs> perfect example i was actually that was that was written if you
1: it, haven't seen it you know, man in the high tower no no it's a series where is if world war Two happened and japan and germany won so Aww. Japan actually owns half of the U.S. and Germany owns half of the U.S. Yeah, and there's
0: like a, it's a big real estate battle,
1: like demilitarized zone or something in the middle, and it's, it's kind of interesting in that sense. So if they would have won and took the West Coast, and Germany would have took the East half,
0: then you have Middle America. Yeah, you have Utah.
1: <laughs> hey
0: guys, yeah, it's Utah. cool. The story's cool. That's the part I like about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. And I, I would definitely I'd go to that. That's a Christmas movie with Mom for me.
1: Oh, hey, there you that's,
0: go. That's that's one of those. Like I wouldn't normally go see it in the theater with Shauna or you guys or whatever. Like it wouldn't draw me in. But like Mom, Kevin, me, Shauna, Christmas Day, nothing to do, go see that movie. That Midway, Midway, yep, definitely. And because I feel it, like it, I
3: want to be at your Christmas,
0: right? <laughs> I'll let you guys know what day we go. We usually <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's usually Christmas Day, hence Christmas Day. But uh, moving on. <laughs> Let's get in the fucking debate Oh, that's what we're here for Yeah So, um, this debate I had been playing with I love motivational uh, speeches That's, it's a big fucking If there's a motivational speech in a movie I start to cry like an uncontrollable baby You motivate us every day, Mike
2: Oh I cry every time I leave here Do we need to talk after,
0: Jimmy? (laughs) For completely different
2: reasons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I I took took after the motivational speech and was like, how do we apply it to what we normally do in everyday situation? And I thought, well, just take that speech and shake it on its head and apply it in a completely different light. I think that's what we kind of came up with. That's right. Yeah. So... You, you, you take, take the out. idea of the motivational speech and what is explained in that speech, and then apply it to something not like girl guide cookie selling.
1: <laughs> the example that we kept going around is the Glengarry Glen Ross sales pitch. Always be close to girl guides yeah. about to head out for their cookie selling.
0: So, right. Always bring cookies Always bring cookies That was (laughs) These were some of the things Like when you start reciting off Like random bits Of movie knowledge Milk is for closing Milk is for (laughs) (laughs) Put that fucking milk down Right Uh, So Without uh, Without pushing this any longer And explaining it And just doing it Jimmy you want to start us off With what speech you took From one of your favorite movies And what scenario in real life You were applying it to
2: Oh god it had to be A real life scenario (laughs) No it didn't It didn't (laughs) With you, I don't expect <laughs> It anything. can be as made up as you want. It can be whatever you want. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I picked uh, Rod Kimball's speech from Hot Rod uh, when he's preparing for his last big jump to the crowd. Frank, I'm going to get you better, you old sack of shit. And then I'm going to uncork
0: the ass-beating of a lifetime on you. And you will
4: respect me. Peace. Peace.
2: <laughs> He, um, should I read the speech? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, you know, what? actually laid out a bit of a story first. So let's, um, <sighs> let me take you back. It's a dark night.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 it's a dark, uh, maybe not stormy night. The moon is out and a young Bruce Wayne and his family just left the movie theater. They went to see, what did they see? What did they see that fateful night? They went to go see The Mask of Zorro. Uh, starring Antonio Banderas.
4: <laughs> so they were already Cinematic disappointed. They were very disappointed already.
2: Uh, they're walking through Crime Alley as they do. <laughs> Spoilers if anyone hasn't seen
0: or heard of Batman. <laughs> Why would you cut through Crime Alley? <laughs> <laughs> Honey. <laughs> Poor choices. This way's quicker. Let's go down Crime Alley. Dun, dun, dun. Uh,
2: so they're walking, they're chatting about the film. It was lovely. And then out of nowhere, you know, his parents just get mugged and murdered. Same as usual. <laughs> same, same story, old, nine times over. Same old, same old. I'm sure we'll get a reboot soon and we'll <laughs> see it again.
0: I've never seen a child robbed of his parents as many times as I've seen Bruce Wayne right? he's he's robbed parent. of his.
1: They change everything else about the story <laughs> except his that. parents getting murdered. Yeah. He must to be an orphan. That heartbreaking
0: fucking moment.
2: If he's not an orphan, it's not worth it. <laughs> Rewrite. Uh, so we're sitting with Bruce Wayne at the crime scene. He
0: is very upset. We have access to a crime scene. Yeah, well, I love I your mean, stories.
2: I, if you consider every movie ever access to a crime scene. Yes, technically. <in. laughs> uh, and you see uh, uh, a mustachioed man walking towards him. Ooh. A man you I felt
0: you were going to say mustachio. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> a man you assume is Jim Gordon. Oh. But when he comes into the light, you see it is Rod Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, he rides up on his bowhead. <laughs> <mopey. laughs> Uh, he rides up on his moped uh, doing donuts so forth and he speaks to Bruce he sees that Bruce is clearly upset with his parents being murdered and he says pretty observational motherfucker (laughs) he sees a chance he sees a chance for a young boy to become something more than he needs to be so he looks at Bruce and he says what is destiny what is fate I dedicate this jump to fathers (laughs) <laughs> and father figures everywhere. And I hope that in some small way, all of their sons manages, manage to jump them. Frank, I'm going to get you better, you old sack of shit. And then I'm going to uncork the ass beating of a lifetime on you. And you will respect me. Peace. <laughs> Bruce, a little bit shaken and confused, not knowing who this man is.
0: <laughs> Who's Frank? <laughs> or Frank, for that matter.
2: Uh, but Bruce... Heard the word fatherhood and got excited, much like I did preparing for this. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce sees Rod as someone that he can admire, someone who he could really grow into. And my whole point of this, you guys.
1: Is Rod is, wearing
0: a cape at this point? Or? Yeah, he'd wear a cape in the movie as well, of course. It's got his name on it. How do you think Bruce figured out he wanted to wear a cape? <laughs>
1: this is I'm putting all the pieces together. Zorro, mask this is the cape. <laughs> do you know what this is? It's full circle. I know
0: exactly. This is the E. Hollywood story (laughs) of Bruce Wayne.
2: (laughs) Not what I had intended, but I'll go for it. Um, So he's
1: looking up to... to
2: He's really looking up to Rod, and he feels... He feels a sense of pride. And the whole purpose of this is to show that Bruce doesn't have to become Batman. And Mm -hmm. I truly believe that without Batman, Gotham City would pretty much just be a place with petty crime. There... I think that the number of mass murders would go down without a Batman.
0: Okay, so you're saying yeah. Batman's the catalyst.
2: I believe so, <laughs> for
0: this argument. <laughs> huh. This one and only time.
2: And I think that Rod coming in and speaking to him and showing him that there's another way uh, ends up teaching Bruce that he doesn't have to be a superhero, but he could be instead a stuntman.
3: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh.
2: So uh, growing up with Bruce's uh, huge influence and money, he is able to help Rod with his stunts and become one of the greatest stunt assistants ever eventually growing into his own stuntman once rod perishes in the end oh. so bruce wayne ends up becoming his own robin perhaps oh
0: that's yeah. that's very round robin yeah keep up round robin
2: um, so yeah, I think with Bruce not becoming a superhero and becoming instead a legendary stuntman, much like Rod's father in the movie, who Rod thought was, uh, he thought Rod, or he thought, sorry, Rod thought his father was Evil Knievel's, uh, setup man, like stuntman beforehand. Like he oh, would test okay. all the bikes and all the jumps and make sure they were safe. It turns out he wasn't. He just ended up meeting him at a festival and choked on some pie and died.
0: He was <laughs> his Mr. Fuji to a super Dave. So exactly. To speak. Okay. So
2: Rod seeing that, he thinks, oh, now I have a chance to teach this young man about some, some lovely life lessons and who he wants to be. Jump
0: your dad.
3: Like how to jump your dad. And like how to jump your
0: dad. <laughs> yeah. Metaphorically, exactly. of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like not beat the shit you out of like him. You mean like surpass or... your dad, right? Yeah.
2: Yes, you are not going to physically jump his bones. <laughs> <laughs> you can become Since more your than your father. <laughs> you don't have to be your father. You can just jump your father. You can leave Gotham. <laughs> and overall, I think can that's you? what was really important. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Ken Bruce? If, now, I mean, if I was a criminal mastermind and I could leave Gotham, I just would. Right. <laughs> like, go where there's no Batman. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think well, I now there isn't a Batman, so... Hang on.
0: Is it, what is it? Location, location, location?
2: <laughs> exactly. Do, like, what? Are, where else are they going to do chapter crime? Chapter
0: one of the... <laughs> be a, how to be a criminal mastermind. How to be a criminal mastermind. Location. Mind, location, location, You want the location.
2: penguin to go do crime in, like, Wilmington, Delaware? <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a low sense of crime here. Send them where it's needed. <laughs>
2: Finally, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's uh that's my. Was anyone
0: timing me? <laughs> I, I am. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, we'll Okay, we're watching. We um, can...
2: Oh dear God, uh, let me uh, let me improv then. No, no, you're, you're good. <laughs> oh, I'm you're good? good. All yeah, right, you're totally yeah, good. okay. Yeah. Uh, would that you guys like time. to shit on me then? <laughs> <laughs> Again, figuratively. <Not> <laughs> <laughs>
0: cool, cool, cool. What segment are we introducing on this show by jumping <laughs> our father's bones and shitting on Jimmy? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wow. Do you need to talk to me? The idea. <laughs>
1: Not on me. This segment brought to you by the Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> who, who paid for that? Uh? I do I do like it. I just that feel... be a horrible name for like a new carpet cleaning, <laughs> The Cleveland Steamer.
0: Oh, that's the best name for a carpet cleaning service, The Cleveland Steamers.
2: Sweet.
1: Bro. No stain is
0: too no, Stain is to whatever, but the yeah. Cleveland wow. steamers.
1: Yeah, we've seen it all. Yeah, <laughs> Oh,
2: my God. <laughs>
1: you,
0: you just feel like your brain's been opened. That's streaming. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let me, let me pick you apart here. Um, I don't have much, but what I do have is as much as you say that Bruce Wayne would not be Batman, having gone down this path of... of uh, stunthood. Stunthood. Um, yes, okay, with Batman becomes a level of crime... Like Batman. crime rises because Batman's there. Is he what created yes. Joker, by the way, he crea- it's it's in a vacuum, uh. right? It's like when you when you try to go after power, you know, other people try to be more powerful. Right. So, yes. Creating of the Joker, so to speak. Um, but at the same time, I feel that's eventual ev- eventually going to happen for Gotham. If we're going on, you're giving story. Gotham a crutch. <laughs> it needs one. I mean, with with alleyways named Crime, it kind of needs a helping hand. That's just every alley, though. <laughs> okay, so Crime Alley is 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 just what an alley is. It's full. Okay, all right. It's not just a, a Crime Alley next to Forty Second
2: Street. <laughs> I'll take a right at Crime Alley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't, because look what happened to Bruce. But yeah, that's that's my only. You are robbing Gotham eventually of a um. of a a cape crusader that's needed aside from that it's a great fucking choice (laughs) for a speech because really you could you could make whatever euphemisms you want about jumping your father and tell young bruce what Mm. to do so i i i like it i'm I'm a fan of the speech and the whole like
1: i see it in the very figurative way of of, of being more than your father was exactly right yeah and i know i know rod wants to kick his father's ass on the way up (laughs) Sort of step on him to get ahead, if you will, to prove that he can be better it's all at about the same respect. time,
0: earn the respect of his father. With all due respect,
3: <laughs> with all due however respect. much is due.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right.
1: But yeah, I don't. I don't know about the. I love the story. But oh, thank I, you. I don't. I don't know if I buy that uh, a young Bruce Wayne moments after his father is <laughs> murdered. That uh <laughs> this is this is this this cape-caped <laughs> uh, yeah. man rolling up on a moped would really be that much of a of, a, of an inspiration to him. That's but, me too. You know, I, I mean, I he's you, doing donuts.
3: Yeah, I don't think you give him enough credit. Like, <laughs> jump your dad, kick his ass. Okay, All right, That's My yeah, dad's it. dead. I already. I will become that. Batman. <laughs> you know,
0: I feel that it is a very broken moment for Bruce. So whatever said to him in that moment yeah, might it'll work. really stick. Right? It will really stick. So you know what, like. You are taking you are taking advantage of him at a, at a very oh yeah prime moment to grooming to, to, if you will yes yeah, somewhat to make him do a shift change please right? edit that out <laughs>
3: and, and in that moment you've decided he should jump his dad yep <laughs> yeah
0: everything needs a catalyst right <laughs> everything needs a starting block I'm
2: sensing I'm becoming problematic <laughs> <laughs> I feel as though you could have. Um, you
1: could have used that as a catalyst for him to become Batman. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you know, you're saying, well, you can be more than your father was. And a lot of the portrayals of, of his father, the senior Wayne would, uh, would say that he wasn't the best man. Like he, some of them show like he was, he was good, but some show him as kind of an evil, big business. I think he's part
0: of the GOP, right? Ooh. Definitely. Yeah, a little bit. He's right? a red stater for sure.
1: <laughs> I mean, but it, as we saw with the Joker, that it's, you see it through the eyes of the Joker. So you never know what's reality and what's not. That's true. Right. right? Yeah. So, but I thought that could be like, well, you can be more than your father was and you can succeed. And you like, yes, I'm going to And then I I, I went, it. yes. And I became Batman because Rod told me that I could be more than just what my father was. <laughs> and right. then he took the aspects of being more than his father and the, the stunts and the cape and the the pomp and circumstance bigger from Rod. Than life. Yeah, the bigger than lifeness from Rod and became the Batman.
4: Oh.
0: Chrissy, you got any you got any uh, jabs you wanna? I think you're hit right. Jimmy with?
2: Shit. <laughs> oh, he, so
4: well that's he gets what a mine bit. is.
2: <laughs> Everything Mark just said is mine now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, all right we've never really dis- <laughs> we've never really allowed for that but you know what fuck it yeah <laughs> that's how the game changes so make the rules as we go on the fly all right okay christy do you have anything you want to say i before think we? that's it i yeah. think
3: i was a little bit lost to jump your dad and kick his ass <laughs> after he's just been recently murdered but other than that it's amazing oh thank you <laughs>
1: mark hey you're up you? buddy um, yeah, so I was, uh, I, I had something in mind leading into this, uh, motivational wise. Um, and then it just didn't feel right in my soul. Um, <laughs> in my soul. Um, so, what I ended up going with is uh, a little speech um, from uh, a movie. It was the actor Peter Lynch, and who played the character Howard Beale uh, in the movie Network uh, 1976.
4: So. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore!
1: Um, starring young uh, Robert Duvall. Young Faye Dunaway. Young Faye Dunaway.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> which is the uh, basically a story about the... I, an aging news broadcaster who's goes into depression at the state of affairs of the world at that time. And um, of his
0: ratings. <laughs>
1: yes. And, and I, he's about to be let go from the station. And it seems as though, um, in some ways, I think that the character from Anchorman that kind of mirrored this this thing, right? Ron like Ron Burgundy. Burgundy. Well, when, remember, he gets fired. Burgundy? When Burgundy gets fired from there it kind of it's this this is that that sort of character where he's like i'm gonna go off and fade into nothingness and If I can't tell the
0: news, I am nothing.
1: Exactly, his his entire persona and personality and his being is tied into this character. So he's going to be let go, and he just finally speaks his mind. Right, like you said, he just gets on the air, and he's like, you know, what does he say? I'm gonna. Well, the speech that I'm gonna say (laughs) is not what he says when he's actually on there. He returns in the middle of the night in his pajamas and an overcoat because (laughs) he has this inspiration.
0: Right, as any old man should. Yeah, and gets up, and he he gets up,
1: and he speaks to. he speaks to, well, he speaks to more than just the city, I guess. He speaks to the nation on yeah. TV at that time, right? And you got to remember, this is a time when there was like two TV channels, <laughs> right? Like in the era that they're, that they're purporting here, like, you know, two or three TV channels. So if something yeah. big was happening on one channel, another channel picked it up. So in reality, if something was occurring, it could be on every single TV channel. Yes. Right? It's sort of like I, I would imagine when Kennedy was assassinated. Suddenly, every channel cut to that thing, so you couldn't be—you couldn't miss things in that era. There wasn't 157 channels. Um, and
0: nothing. No.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> was it just 57 channels?
1: I uh, just something like that. But anyways, he gives a speech about being mad, being so mad. How mad? <laughs> uh, what's the wording? You you probably know it even better. The than The exact this wording.
0: Time. That it's very famous for is you need to get, I am mad and I am not going to take it anymore.
1: I'm mad. Yes. Get up, go to your window, (laughs) open it up and scream. I'm mad and I'm not going to take it anymore. Uh, So my, I'm going to take this speech and, and, and I thought of this thing of motivation, right? A lot of the times I started looking at motivation as being a, as being like a pump your team up. You know, like a lot of these things are to get, get go out there and win the game or, you know, talk to somebody, home, who's, somebody who's downtrodden and, and turn them on a positive way or, you know, find a boy who's recently orphaned and make him into a superhero <laughs> like that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like can start doing that
3: or a stuntman. I mean, yes,
1: you know, when you when you talk about motivation, uh, uh, you know, images like that are conjured
0: up. Uh, <laughs> right. The first one I thought of.
1: <laughs> so I, I but I took this as is motivation for action.
0: Yes. Right. That's exactly what that whole speech is. About.
1: Yes. And it's motivating your average person. And I think uh, it spoke to me um, because in this day and age in, in this movie was like 45 years ago. Right. But a lot of the sentiments that are that are echoed in his speech here um, are, are things that could apply to today. Uh, and particularly we are we're here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, um, not having the best year as far as we have, you know, a big. It, on We're a serious limping. note, a we got a big drug crisis, a big meth crisis. That's causing a lot of street crime. A lot of crazy things are happening. We're on pace to have the most homicides ever in a year. Um, you know, there's lots of petty crime. We have we see all over the news and social media about people robbing liquor stores. Yeah, just everybody brazen, in this room has to pay for liquor. I don't like this
0: anymore. Just, just it, brazen bullshit.
1: thefts in daylight in front of people. Wow. Um, and people are getting fed up. Right, the, the people that I know it says time and time again. Would one might
0: say, they're mad as hell.
1: They're they're <laughs> mad as hell, my and baby. I think somebody needs to get up on the evening news, right? Slide in there between Peter Mansbridge <laughs> should come back. Ooh. Gord Leclaire and Marilyn Caruso <laughs> at six. At six, not at five, because more people listen at six. <laughs> more people tune in at six. Uh, and 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 have say my piece, and I think he gets up and he says, you know. Uh, in this time, I mean, we're in a depression, the crime rates are crazy, the news gets on and all it does is it tells us about how many homicides are and how much violence there are in a way that it should be accepted by us. Uh, and 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 too much we're just sitting at home and people have have retreated into this uh, like I just want to sit at home and, and if I don't go out I won't be a victim of the crime like at least maybe you'll leave me alone if I stay in my own house and he makes a he makes a comment in the speech like I just want to be at home with my toaster and my TV you know in the safety of my own home so you leave me alone my toaster and and I think they're... I feel
0: safe with mine
1: <laughs> it was a different age know, the toaster was toaster. important <laughs> at that time right the toaster was
0: young at that time <laughs> the, the
1: microwave <laughs> Really wasn't a thing um, but I just
0: need something to hug Yeah. <laughs> air raid siren goes off just grab your toaster and run
1: <laughs> but I think it, it's what we need it's, it's a call to action it's, it's all of us that are sitting out there that outnumber the bad people incredibly yes but we're the quiet majority that needs to needs to stand up and go to our windows and open them up and say I'm mad is, I'm mad as hell. hell I'm, I'm not going to take, take it, it anymore. anymore right get up Get, Get up, I'm people. mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Hang on one second. This is jacking me up. Right? <laughs> and, and I think that's what you need to do when you're at the liquor store, and you see a person walk in with a mask on and a bag, and you know what they're going to do. You need to look at your other people in the liquor store and your, your, your other citizens that are scared, and you say, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Petro, Petro's yelling at the window. Can't, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. That's what the city needs. <laughs> It needs a little more of that. Can you imagine that one or two people walk into a liquor store and there's 20 other citizens there waiting to buy? And if everybody in the liquor store turned to that person and said, "We're mad as hell and we're not gonna take it anymore," right? We take our streets back. You're fucking amazing, right? You go down, go downtown, and there's people that are looking to mug people and everything. we. we People get scared of it because we all want to go into our houses because we're scared of that person on the street that's going to do harm to us when if all of us just went to the street, there'd be so many good people there that that bad person wouldn't be able to do anything. And I think that's the mentality that we need to switch. I think we need to to get up. We need to take control of our city again. We can't just turn to the government. We can't turn to the media to do anything. We can't just turn to corporations. (laughs) Or the police, I think the average citizen just needs to get up and say, we're mad and we're not going to take it anymore. In the, in the, in the words Woo! of Twisted Woo! Sister, I'm not going to take it. <laughs> no, we ain't going to take it. <laughs> I'm not gonna going take to it take it
0: anymore. Anymore.
1: <laughs> Anyways. So that was my Anyways. motivational speech. I you thought, see what you inspired me to do? It's a call to action for Smoke weed, <laughs> 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 threw some out of
0: breath is because I jumped twelve feet to the window. In <laughs> no, this it... day and age, the
1: toaster has been replaced with medical marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Finally,
3: grab your medical marijuana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's the best prescription ever. No, you're totally right about that. I and when you said that you were kind of changing your mind on like pulling an audible and doing that one, that one was in my wheelhouse to do. Excuse me, my breath.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't the first thing that came to mind with motivational speech, but it's a motivation to action.
0: I feel that that's more motivational than Tony Robbins. Right? Right? Like Tony Robbins is talking about changing your life, but he's getting up and he was like, change your, like everybody accumulatively change your situation is what he's asking for. He's asking for a united change. And I feel that like with all of the rallies these days and the way the world is working and, and, and fuck climate change. Well, and he says fuck he goes, little guy he, he and... says,
1: I, we sit by and we're spectators on our own life. Yeah. Right. We hear about the violence. We hear about the air is not safe to breathe. We hear about our food's not safe to eat, but we just sit there and we're, we're, we, we watch it. Yeah. And what he's saying is, I mean, I don't want you to go and protest. I don't want you to write a letter to your governor or to your city councilor you know that's what I see on, on social I don't want you to put a post on Facebook yeah, don't tweet I, if you about want it me to, yeah if you want me to take this into this century yeah, don't just tweet about it. don't put a post on Facebook. don't join the one-day rally at the legislature and just make a sign get out. Get out and scream on the street! I'm mad. If you see something bad happening, say I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore.
0: I am actually going to do that the next time I see the liquor store <laughs> <Right? be> robbed. <laughs> I want to see if no, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like well, no, but like I've heard that you bark bark like a dog and it fucks people up, right? Because I, yeah. I mean, I want to. Uh, serious moment here i would love to see all this shit stop i would love i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna kill it completely but like let's let's get real here like when i go to buy a bottle of booze and i see two people taking the same bottle (laughs) out of the liquor store no charge come on buddy like just come on just be better but it's
1: disturbing on multiple fronts
0: it is it's
1: one you shouldn't be doing that because that's not the right thing Right. And number two, why the fuck should I have to pay for something that you're not paying for?
0: And number and three,
1: three, I'm going to end up paying for that thing because my thing that I buy is going to go up double in
0: price. Exactly, my gray goose is going up seven dollars because your gray goose is free. Exactly. This is not how life. This is right? not the life I. We're was not going to take it anymore. <laughs> I'm mad as hell. Exactly.
2: <laughs> oh my God.
0: But, like. Oh, I had a great thought. I'll oh, fucking <laughs> mo- moving on.
2: Anyways, yes. don't make me okay boomer you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're very well put. We're Gen Xers. <laughs> uh. Speaking of Julian Julian who was on uh, Julian Rowan who was on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um he tweeted today. He just tweeted a shot of Boomer from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and it was <laughs> okay. okay boomer.
1: <laughs> Is that like the new like I haven't really seen much of it. But I hear that's a a big thing now.
2: It's it seems like a cop out for people who don't actually have a conversation. <laughs> but it's I don't know. It's a fun weird thing to say to old people. It
0: it really got some traction this week, where a woman was at a climate change meeting in some elderly climate change. Oh, denier, in New Zealand. In New Zealand, yeah, yes, that's what it was. It started to call her out and give her shit, and her immediate response was "Okay, boomer," and then just kept talking. Like, who was doing that? Uh, this climate change activist in New oh, Zealand okay. at a at a at a meeting, and she just called him a boomer right in the middle of her sentence. Like, it was not like right off the yeah, cuff. Okay, boomer, and yeah. just kept moving. Uh, like, we're not going to mind you here. Okay. You know? You're <laughs> wrong. You're in the wrong building. So, boomer is now what. The elderly people are called who don't give a shit about the planet yeah. and or the life we're living right so now. So if
1: somebody calls a millennial a snowflake, then the proper yeah exactly. response is okay boomer. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: oh, okay, hundred percent.
1: And the Gen Xers just sit by smoking weed on their couch we're watching. Sorry,
0: I can't do anything. I'm just going to put there's, up with it. There's not many of us, right? You guys, we got the really we got
1: the the Cold War superpowers <laughs> of the boomers and the millennials, and we're just the poor little Gen Xers. We're just getting pushed around in the middle. All right. Well, I, I, and and, and to one last point, it's like, we talk about climate change. It's like Greta, right? She's sick of just people sitting by and complaining about shit, right? Get up and fucking do something. Say I'm sick and tired of it. We're not going to take it anymore. Don't, don't write a letter to your politician. Get up on the media and say, listen, fucking do something. Like I'm calling you out. Do it. Don't tell me you're going to do it. Just fucking do it.
0: Uh, Yes. And I mean, social change takes time and all, but I agree. Like the first step in all of this is to stand up and start saying something collectively. Like if everybody says the same thing, if, if you see not, something, yeah. say something, no, wait, I don't. <laughs> no. know. If you see something, do something. <laughs> if you see it, you own it, but I don't, I'm not a cop. I don't know how to stop this. Wasn't shit.
1: the see something, say something from like the, the, the communist, wasn't that the
2: commies in the like if you see a spy? Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> if you think someone's a communist, you narc on them. What was the when, no, in Hollywood <laughs>
1: where we went through where everybody was put on blast for put on blast for being right, like, <laughs> commies? Fatty Arbuckle
2: was. They said he was a communist, and it pretty much ended What's his the career. Name? What is it all named after?
1: I'll, I'll, I'll do a little fact. Yeah, do a little fact checking. So.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna move okay. on here. Uh, I I love yours though. I love. I love the stand up for change, stand up for justice aspect of it. That really, that really, you might have my vote. I'm not going to say no more. <laughs> Just, right. I have a question. Are you, wow. Are you, are you delivering this speech?
3: <laughs>
0: I'm, you know what?
1: I'm getting up and delivering this speech.
3: And are you going to deliver it in the same format it was originally delivered? Well, not as a lunatic, but I mean like in okay, your pajamas. Because This is my, it's I'm, my, my you know question what? I'm is go- the old man rant.
1: No, you know what? I'm going to get me up there with fucking Greta. Tunberg <laughs> next to me and we're going to fucking say something. Yeah. You
3: don't even like her. I do. <laughs> what do you mean oh, I don't like her?
0: Oh boy. Oh look what we've got. Simmer down. <laughs> okay, I boomer. I like this. This is interesting, okay, boomer.
4: <laughs>
3: it was a little ranty for me. I like it. I like the message. I think if you're delivering that in 2019 and some dude is yelling up there telling people what to do and telling them they have to do something, they're going to not do it because someone yelled at them. <laughs> we are a it. problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, you know what, Chris, that's a good point that
0: it needs to come f- with a hug these days, right? Make, if you wouldn't it mind. It needs to be wrapped properly. It's, you it needs. You guys could maybe yeah. just do this. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to
3: tell you what to do, but if you thought that this was also a good idea, maybe you could.
0: With all due respect. <laughs> Christy, you're up. It's too polite. Your turn. I have things to pull. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He
3: wants to shit on Mark. I would like to shit
2: on Mark.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. You've been the only one who's been shit on so far. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think
2: you're you're asking a lot of people in Winnipeg to open their windows. Big risk. (laughs) (laughs) Is it winter when you're doing this? Is it summer? Because either way, mosquitoes are cold. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a risk.
0: Seriously, what you're asking for involves West Nile, by the sounds of your argument,
3: or hypothermia.
1: <laughs> In this day and age, most people have screens. Do you take the screen <laughs> off or do you scream through the screen? Well, okay, Jimmy,
0: Jimmy, you you raise a good point here. Is there a coupon involved? Because Winnipegers want something for free while well, this is all happening. So, is there like a a two for one coupon involved? If I go to my window,
3: is there a Groupon? Oh, this is, is what. There a, is there a, thank you, Chris, for, for rescuing Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yeah. We
1: gotta gotta tell that joke later.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Other than my one joke, yours is good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Uh,
0: Are you good, Jimmy? Because okay. Those were two bullets. So if you've got a third in the chamber. (laughs) Oh no, I'm good. Okay. All right. All right. Chrissy, please tell us what you decided to bring to the party today.
3: All right. So I am doing perfect from Friday Night Lights.
1: Being perfect. Is about being able to look your friends in the eye and know that you didn't let them down because you told them the truth. And that truth is is that you did everything that you could. There wasn't one more thing that you could have done.
3: And I am delivering it to my women's sponge hockey team. Okay. We'll really quickly explain to you what sponge hockey is.
0: i love how you're like i won't (laughs) everyone knows the speech but sponge hockey needs some uh some a b and c here okay
3: take hockey eliminate offsides, and put it on shoes and use a sponge puck that is sponge hockey you need to have spongy shoes and a helmet and a stick they don't care if you wear gloves they don't care about literally anything else
0: how does one run on ice
3: there's shoes not very well not very well a lot of bambi out there okay. a lot of bambi. <laughs> yeah uh so we used to play on a really good team and we had all of these girls who were very athletic and they were very sportsy and we won a bunch of games and we all hated each other
2: oh oh
3: yeah and it wasn't fun at all and uh that's I was a, weird yeah that is very strange yeah yeah i was a goalie back then so i just get in the net and they would yell and scream at each other for three hours and then i get out of the net and be like wow you
0: we won yeah woo! (laughs) we won asshole bye (laughs) yeah i want to talk to you now
3: so about three years ago we restructured our team and we took all of the really good players and we asked them not to come back oh shit (laughs) yeah so we um have 12 girls on our team who have combined hockey experience of whatever the last three years of sponge hockey is okay (laughs) so what's the
1: comment you said many have not watched an entire hockey game that's right (laughs) yes
3: yes (laughs) there's a lot of uh hallmark movies Uh, in their lives the w network is on (laughs) is on most times so um (laughs) but they're amazing women so we never win but it's fun. But we have the greatest time every single week.
0: Are you having more fun now that the assholes are gone? 100%. Okay. Hell
3: yeah. 100%. It's totally different. And you're so, winning already. That's right. Um, but there's a. it's about a 22-game season, and we often go about 2-20. and 20, And uh, sometimes other teams forfeit. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> give or take two. <laughs> give or take one or two games. <laughs> um, <laughs> In our in our playoffs, so that you have an idea of what you play for in sponge hockey is... Uh, you play for a t-shirt or a round at the bar. So respect. Got it. Yeah, all do respect. <laughs> um, is it, is it?
1: I think spongy is a uniquely Winnipeg sport, Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Is cool. it like the
0: Manitoba social? Is it a very... Yeah,
1: 100%. Mani- and I okay. didn't realize yeah. this. Like, not even other places of Canada, I don't really no. think, play spongy Weird. unless people have transplanted to there.
3: It's quite a bit less expensive. <laughs> Trans- <But> you... <laughs> Ex- oh. Expats
0: bring <laughs> expats. <in> spongy. <laughs> Winnipeg expats.
3: <laughs> you also do it outside. And we never cancel. Oh, wow, you had the elements in. Never. We never cancel. Like, it's minus 42 outside, and instead of being 20-minute periods, it's 17.
0: I am struggling to find how you need a motivational speech for these (laughs) amazing women who you play with, who lose constantly in minus 40-degree weather. Like, what do you need to make them want to to, do more? to tie in one of your movie quotes of the week, there's no crying (laughs) in (laughs) Spongebob. No shits.
3: No No shits? there's no crying. Well, so losing all the time and not being talented can wear on you. Sure. So some of <laughs> I the don't know what that's like. No. <laughs> I've, heard I mean, of, I've, <laughs> I've heard of this. I mean me either, but some of the girls tell me this sometimes. This is no. true? This isn't
0: just a fucking thing? <laughs> right. Oh, wow. I don't uh, believe in it.
3: No, it's not a thing. <laughs>
2: it's, not, it's like organic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just the title.
1: <laughs> Chris, can you, can you just take a take a second and explain that joke?
3: I used to work in St. Patel Mall. And there was two girls having lunch in the food court. And the one girl says, like, I don't, like, I don't believe in organic. And the other girl says, like, you don't eat organic or you don't think it's a thing? And she says, yeah, I, like, I don't think it's a thing. And the other girl goes, yeah, like, totally. It's probably not a thing, right? And like, yeah, no, it's probably not a thing. Like, I don't believe in it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Chrissy's like, "I didn't it, you put it like a Facebook post I and did. it came back in your memories just like the other day. Yeah. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going <laughs> to take this anymore." <laughs> <laughs> it's a call to a new generation, That's right? <laughs> Anyways,
3: so, I thought it was anyway, so. No,
0: I'm I'm just I I know those conversations those are the conversations where you're, you just want to walk over and be like okay guys so that you get through life <laughs> let me tell you something if
3: you could just jump into the fireplace and yeah. but it make has, sure you don't procreate it have you heard on, of Darwinism <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah.
1: it has spurred on to like a funny inside joke that we go back to all the yes. time when somebody says something you're like oh you just
0: don't believe <laughs> don't oh, think so it's a you thing just don't believe <laughs>
1: like it's like organic <laughs> <laughs> like Santa Claus and organic <laughs> same thing
0: I can't wait for you to say that and I'm in your company <laughs> yeah, yeah. now I'm in on the so, joke yes I'll be like, oh, so you just don't – you have no proof?
3: (laughs) I just don't believe.
0: Okay. All right. Fucking idiot. Go on, Grissy.
3: Okay. So after a while of losing, it does tend to wear on people. So each new season, as it starts, the girls who don't play hockey, who don't understand hockey, will say to me – I'll come back if you would like me to come back, but I know I'm really terrible, and if you don't want me to come back, I would understand if you want to have a better player or whoever it is.
0: Wow, that's humbling.
3: It, it's And it's sad because these are some of the best people I know. So um, the speech from Friday Night Lights, Perfect, is that being perfect is being able to look inside yourself and say that you gave everything you could and you had nothing left to give and that you were the best person you could be. Is the long story short of it. Yeah. So I have literally watched girls come in that dressing room, barf in the garbage can, put their shoes on, and go out and play a game of hockey. For nothing. Um, they're barfing from booze, just oh. so we're clear. <laughs> 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 Here. I didn't want to touch that for
1: a second. I was like, "No, hey, no." Life's, you know. Yeah. Did she not mention a major component of spongy's the drinking?
3: <laughs> it's all the drinking. That's the reason we literally go play the games so that we can go out after to have. Or drinks. you literally like drink before you play the game. Wait, the oh no. of it. Also, being perfect is making sure that you never forget when it's your turn to get the bottle of Fireball for the game. <laughs> Okay. that you pass this around your, pre-game you know what? You're <laughs> and on right. the bench. You're right. During game. I've, I know the, this, is, this is this this is is yes. beer spongy. Yes.
0: Is what this oh, is. yes, it is. But you know what? There's a great point in that speech when he says about looking around the room and not letting down your friends or your family or your loved ones. And as much as you say... It might not matter the fireball. Who it matters who brings the fireball because you're letting down your friends. No, and your family it's your turn to yeah. bring the
3: fireball, you show up and bring the damn fireball. <laughs> at, the, at
1: the end of the game, you may not be ahead on the scoreboard, <laughs> but if you gave it your all and brought the fireball, then, then you're perfect. <laughs> That's right. Then Listen, you're
3: perfect. You may have not done one thing on the ring tonight, kid, no. but you brought the fireball. <laughs> yeah No, you did zero hockey. <laughs> no hockey happened no. but you brought the fireball you came Everybody <laughs> you came <needs>. out afterwards <laughs> you went for <laughs> drinks afterwards you <laughs> were good and at you, the, are <laughs> <laughs> you are perfect you are perfect
1: and my heart is full
3: and that's <laughs> and, and, <my> heart. <laughs> and my, that's what he says at the very end of the speech is my heart is full and that's what i tell these girls all the time so playoff Aww. weekend is literally arrive 7 p.m on friday oh wow go home sometime sunday night And be shit bombed the entire time. On a Friday night, Mark got us tickets to a jet game so we couldn't go to the Friday night playoff game. We got to the rink at 9.30 p.m. The girls lost 7-1 and every single one of them was blind drunk screaming for jello shots. (laughs) That, oh, makes wanna... that makes my heart full. <laughs> like, what more could I possibly ask <laughs> that my heart for? Fall. You my have that.
1: you have assembled as a general manager the, the perfect, perfect team. Unit.
3: That's right. Do you,
0: do you walk in the room and go, Spongies Assemble?
3: <laughs> well, so Mark, and then you bring the fireball out <laughs> or the Jello shots too. Yes, Mark has a yeah. picture of of me.
1: I wish we could have found it. Yeah, there's actually a picture of her up on like standing on a cooler. In the dressing room before the game, like giving court. giving a speech.
3: I'm th- Billy Bob Thornton. That was basically. very similar to this
1: one. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's adorable. It was I love that. We're all yeah. looking yeah.
3: into we, each
1: we'll other. We'll find size. it. See if we can post it on. 100. Uh, if you can send
0: it, I will post that video up for sure. <laughs> you know what? I know I said Mark might have my vote, but I think you might actually have my vote. <laughs> <laughs> only because. It's Am a, I the only one like, who doesn't have your vote, like? <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking at you as I say it, don't I, Jimmy? Yeah,
2: you do. Know. <laughs> but you, but you are
0: perfect. Oh, <laughs> but you, my heart is full. Jimmy, you might not have my vote, but you have my adoration. I don't know which one you want you more. Know of. What you
2: guys, I don't think I'm going to leave here crying. <laughs>
0: Snowflake needs a hug. Let's give him a hug before he leaves. Oh, boomer! <laughs> oh. Lovely. I, I can't, I can't pick apart your speech because you very you've very well done is that proper English you've done very well what I thought (laughs) you did good you did good you did good doing good -hmm. you you took sling
3: blade (laughs) <laughs> on the Billy Bob Thornton train. That's, right. <laughs> that's why I didn't bring him to do my speech. <laughs> it's a bit creepy. <laughs> just, that's not even a speech. That's just syllables. If that's <laughs>
0: You're
1: not, not sure which Billy Bob you're going to get? That's right. You bring the perfect Billy Bob and you end up with Sling Blade or, <laughs> or Bad Santa. or with Angelina Jolie's blood around his neck or whatever that was.
0: My favorite Billy Bob is uh, Tin... Pushing Ten, Billy Bob. Oh yeah. Did you guys ever see that one about the air traffic? Air control- traffic controllers. A bunch yeah. of air traffic controllers who are like all hot rods and think they're the shit because they can command as many planes in the air. And Billy Bob Thornton's like the plane whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> like he shows up at this airport and everyone's like, "You're a god, man!" Like, yeah. how are you, you going to fit that plane between this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it right there. It's a it's 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 a sleeper movie. It's definitely a movie that just kind of got under the radar. But I. I don't think where would I find I mean no, I don't have a I don't have a single thing to attack you on, Chrissy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jimmy, you got anything? I just don't
2: think they need motivating. <laughs> <laughs> they seem ready wrong. to go. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna second that with Jimmy. That's what my point was. <laughs> that you have a team
0: of you have a team of women who are already putting up with enough shit and you really don't have to give them a speech but in regard this speech turns it up to a level that's fucking hilarious like this speech makes them even more drunk i'm guessing it makes them even more try like want to try harder right so it's you you're getting you're getting a double dose i think if uh if she Well gives this speech, speech
3: is for when those girls come to me At the start of the season and say, I know I'm horrible at sports. And if you'd like to have someone else instead of me, and I remind them of all the amazing things they bring to the table. Because you can't
0: do that when they're drunk because they just forget (laughs) it. (laughs) That's like
1: your recruiting meeting at the beginning of the season. That's
3: right. How much can you drink? Are you are you, are you a puker? Because I don't really. Do we have to babysit you? I'm not really into that.
0: Do I have to keep a bucket on the? You could also
1: use the speech that I was originally going to use from Boiler Room for that beginning of the year meeting. Wants to be a Has anybody in here played hockey before? <laughs> okay, get the fuck out. Okay, get the fuck out. <laughs> 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 we don't. We don't
0: take your. Kind. We don't take hockey players. We make <laughs> hockey players. <laughs> <laughs> we don't take spongy. We make spongy.
3: The only thing I wanted to say is the reason that I picked this movie is because it has nothing to do with winning, and there's right. very, very few That's sports very true. motivational speeches that aren't about. We watched a bunch today, and they were like, "We're they might be better than us, but we're gonna win." Yeah, it's always
0: about winning and losing. It's never about being as good as you just being except We Are Marshall. Yeah. Well that (laughs) I don't I don't think (laughs) we wanna find the
3: humor in We Are Marshall. Just everyone's dead. I think He almost says the same thing as
1: in We Are Marshall. It doesn't matter what the score is, it's just as long as we're a team and we did it together, there's no way we can lose.
3: It's a plane crash I thought might make it a little in here.
0: Okay, well, I, I just
1: I have to rag on you a little bit. I got to tell <laughs> yeah, you, you, basically, it's just it. the same speech as from We Are Marshall, except with no dead people. Should
3: have picked We Are Marshall then.
0: <laughs> For some reason, that's why it's more effective. I think right. the dead people kind of make the I, speech. Sh-
1: I, there's only one injured booby miles. <laughs> you don't have to think about all the dead people. Fucking booby. Fucking
0: booby.
2: Should never have played on that knee. <laughs> so
1: you know, later you know on in life, later on in life, he's probably going to have a lot of those reoccurring sports injuries. You know about that, Mike? I
0: I, I do. <laughs> Um, your your yeah. Achilles I mean, kind of no I have an old sports-related injury from hypnosis.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: hypnosis-related injury. A hypnosis-related <laughs> sports injury. Is there any injury. other kind? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one went down in the books. Let me tell you. Uh, I also I I, I want to close the show out here because I I think we've we've started at incredibly comical and funny, and now we've slowly made oh. our way f- from that to. Crazy old man in in pajamas screaming, "Get off my, lawn. Get off my lawn!" Kind of thing, <laughs> to uh, to a group of incredibly strong, talented women who are playing a sport that they know nothing about. They're not talented. Not ta- okay, sorry, not <laughs> no. talented. That's Come the point, down. Michael. Okay, I thought you sorry. made her point. There was no talent. <laughs>
3: full full heart, no talent. <laughs> I'm
0: just trying to be positive.
3: What was
1: it? Red, red eyes? <laughs>
3: Oh, because he says clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. So I was like, red eyes, whiskey heart, can't lose.
0: Red eyes, whiskey liver, <laughs> Sorry. always no, hung. no talent, <laughs> no talent. There it is can't lose, <laughs> can't I lose can't if lose. you got no talent.
3: I was gonna tell all these girls to listen to this podcast, and Mark just fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: well let's let's close. There's this some artistic out here. license here. Yes, uh, I, I was I was kind of playing in the football. I wanted to do the inches speech because I think I do a really poor man's Al Pacino, right? I want to, oh, it's all about did. inches, you know, and get in. But then I'm like, I don't want to do a whole speech in somebody else's voice. And <laughs> then I looked at uh, the Carpe Diem speech from Dead Poets Society, oh, about seizing the one. day. And then that's when I went down the rabbit hole of, like I, I, I had started on Win or Lose, This Is What You Do, or like, you know, 300, like, so even Shakespeare, like Onward Into the Breach, dear friends, right? Like, which is actually from my speech. But I landed on this one because when I landed on it, I was like, okay, hey, everybody knows it. But then I was like, how do I fucking apply it? And then I messaged in the group. I was like, yeah, I gotta think of a really smart way to do this, and I picked the Your Move Chief speech from Goodwill Hunting.
4: You're an orphan, right? Do you think I would know the first thing about how hard your life has been, how you feel, who you are? Because I read all of a twist does that encapsulate you?
0: And I started to think, I'm like, okay, well, how is this motivational to a group of people? How do I get a spongy <laughs> team of hockey players to do something? How do I, how do I change Bruce Wayne's trajectory in in, in history? Right? Like, what what is this designed for? And then it kind of hit me on the head. And yes, it's sappy, but I chose a younger Michael Petro, a younger me, to argue this towards because. You know, I understand what it's like to be a mathematical genius. It's (laughs) just the similarities there. I gotta go. Solving big board equations on your Yeah, like I was, the hallways that I've, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, I didn't didn't sympathize with any of the movie-based characteristics at, at all, right? What I sympathized with was the idea that when I was younger, I was in the crosshairs of two parents who didn't like each other, and they enjoyed fighting more than giving me guidance and being diagnosed with ADD. So I was in this like big, huge, like spiral of like all this. I couldn't focus on anything. I couldn't commit to anything. I couldn't understand why I couldn't learn anything. Like I didn't know until I was diagnosed that this was a problem. So I thought I knew everything because I was, I was just angry at the world at the time for what I was going through. And when he starts to talk to him mostly about, not what he thinks he knows about life, but how he thinks he knows it all mm-hmm. is what I was really tuning into with this. Right. Like just because you see a painting on a wall, you the, the sentence is just because you saw a painting, you chew my entire life apart. Yeah. And I would do that. I would dissect people down to the most minuscule thing because it was how I could understand them. Right. I would never look at people with loving and sympathetic eyes. I just think I knew it all because I was so fucking confused at the time it was just an easy way to play it and i and i would give myself this speech mostly because i think it would be the only way that i would understand it right it's being a always having been somewhat of a smart aleck and somewhat of a sarcastic prick the way he relays it with little bits of information about what he knows right like you're you're, you're playing to your crowd right And he's like you would tell me a, a story about love you would quote a sonnet because he's very smart Right, so those are the things that I kind of attached myself to. Plus, you know, it, I was a fighter. <laughs> no, I wasn't.
1: <laughs>
0: you only take—you'd only take advice from somebody as
1: equally smart as you. Y- yes. <laughs> so uh-huh. you have to give it to yourself. Yep.
0: <laughs> 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 the, I didn't even think of it like that. I appreciate that. Um, but in other aspects of it, like just, just his what you're learning in that speech from Robin is even though he's just been chewed apart by this asshole prick kid, he's still willing to let his guard down, which is what that lesson is about. Yeah. was letting your guard down, letting people in stop being this tough exterior that you think is going to get you through the world and, and learn some things about yourself, correct them and move on. Mm -hmm. And if I had been given that speech, then I, I, I probably wouldn't be going through, the things I went through 10, 15 years later. Right. So it would have, it it was definite. And and I'm, I'm drawn into little bits of the dark humor from it. Right. Like the, the quoting of Shakespeare is more of a sarcastic jab than it's about being smart. Right. So it's, it's con it's, it's, it's subtext essentially. Yes. So, um, layered it's feel, like a no one cares right? right yeah
3: you know Shakespeare no one cares
0: yeah it's it's not about the fact that you know it it's about the fact that nobody cares so stop stop thinking like that and right? he also subtly
1: threw in that you would probably quote me from Shakespeare that he quoted Shakespeare saying we all fucking know
0: Shakespeare exactly you're yeah. <laughs> you know you're yeah. not unique you know and I've always <laughs> I have always had that that issue because I've I've, I've definitely strived to be as unique as possible, like live a unique life, maybe not be as unique. So when someone tells me, Hey, you're not like, I, I, I respond to that really well. I like it when someone's like, Hey man, you know, tone it down a bit, stop pumping your tires, you know, bring it in. You're not as great as you are. I, I respond to that, which is what that whole speech is really about beyond trying to break him to talk. It's, it's about, I see you Pirate sees a pirate. Yeah, we yeah. should
3: be best friends because I'm really good at telling people to calm down. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> well, <really> now, <laughs> now, now I have a lovely medication. That, hey, the, 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 hey, the, hey, the, listen, <laughs> calm down. That's right. Hey, listen, relax. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <that's>, Chrissy's three <laughs> least favorite words in the English language, and I usually use them all in a row. I'm, hey,
0: listen. Relax. Hey. Works perfect. So the floor is yours, everybody, to attack me on my very personal and shared experience. <laughs> oh God. What, feel free to ridicule me in any way you see, feel like. What
3: age Petro is getting this speech? Yeah.
0: 16. 15, 16. <laughs> so like you should have known better I very much should have <laughs> fucking known better that's a, Oh, that's those a the days. deep
1: introspective it is
0: I brought that aspect to it because I was like I you know what we always go funny we always go weird I always go off the rails so I was like <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to try to stay a straight and narrow at this one
2: you mean like not having food at a restaurant exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah my restaurant with no food Mike's always thinking outside the box outside the bun off
1: the yeah <laughs> <laughs> But Ugh. if there is no bun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I really I really was trying to figure out how to throw in how do you like them apples, but I just didn't. Oh, I'm so I sad you like, didn't. Was... But you don't serve any apples. <laughs> 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 no, not at my restaurant. I meant oh, in the speech, okay. right? <laughs> like at the, at the, the end do. of it all.
3: <laughs> do you think <laughs> that your 16-year-old self would have heard the first little bit of that speech and stopped listening? Same question.
0: Oh. Mark, you want to jump on this bandwagon? Uh, no, probably probably hurry. not. The only, re- the only reason I'm saying that now is because I have some sort of grasp on that person then. So I'm thinking in regards to I wish somebody had said that to me, knowing what I know now. I don't think a 16-year-old me would have listened, I think. Because a 16-year-old me would have been like eyeliner and nail polish, just getting into that, like a very defiant right. phase. Fuck, you were cool. Yeah. Cool. No. The
1: question really is, are you self-aware enough, Mike? To know how to get through to a 16 year old you, uh, <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> even though I had the cheat codes, <laughs> yes, yeah, can I still yeah, yeah can oh I yeah. still break that down?
2: Because there's the point where you have to convince younger you that you're you from the future. <laughs> exactly. well, I got to get over that hump you first. Got, right? You got to get over that
1: hurdle clearly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so first off, <laughs> before you inventa- t-
1: who the fuck takes advice from some lunatic that tells you they're you? <laughs> let me. <laughs> let- I'm with Jimmy on this one. I this actually is bullshit. Got you,
3: Petro. I don't think you needed to tell him you're you. <laughs> It's okay. No, just no. be Robin Williams.
0: Just be Rob. Be, be OK. More believable. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Uh, thank you, Chrissy. I appreciate it. <laughs> that's good advice. But... We should all just be a little more Robin Williams. <laughs> yes. If you could just that's... be Robin Williams, I think you'd be better. <laughs> I'm just sitting there trying to explain to this kid. OK. All right. All right. So younger me. This is what. Have you ever seen the movie Looper? <laughs> I'm Bruce Willis. You're, John... Joe go left. you're, you're... <laughs> Don't go left. Don't go left. Or did you say Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Did oh, it's Joe Go Lev. Joe Lev? Yeah. That's. I thought you said don't go left.
2: Oh well. Also, I thought you do were doing that. like
0: some Cockney English thing, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, don't go left. I'm not that smart. Oh, okay, all right.
3: I'm not that smart either. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Up
1: the apples and pears? This is fucking <laughs> strawberry I knew tart. What you're
3: talking. Do you about? know what I was
0: talking about? So Cockney I'll, slang. Cockney slang, right? Okay. So, uh, what about my strawberry Ooh. tart? I am
1: the the pop culture aficionado. Yeah. <laughs> Little, uh, yeah. here, here's yeah. some
0: education in the Real Debaters episode today when I say what about your strawberry tart I'm asking you in Cockney slang what about your heart because it's usually something that rhymes with it or is similar to it strawberry being red red is your heart strawberry tart heart D- you're if looking he at me like, you're uh, drowning I'm <laughs>
1: up the apples and pears it means you're upstairs upstairs
3: but why would you use this language
1: well, I, this is just the an English Cockney thing to do where they did rhyming slang it's kind of like a code so that you don't really know what you're talking about. Yeah. So about your
3: motivational speech. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Usually that's my job to bring it back. I appreciate you. <laughs> no you, problem. You saw the moment and carpe diem that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anybody else want to... Uh,
1: I saw, You know what? It, to bring it back to what we were talking about in the conversation a little bit, I kind of see your speech, the way that you have it laid out, and in the way that it happens in the movie is sort of the the boomer if you wish talking to the millennial <laughs> right <laughs> and uh trying to give that that cross generational advice that doesn't always translate the the young book smart millennial or the, the young kid who's just out of university who knows everything because he just finished his engineering degree you know kind of thing, <laughs> which doesn't work for the movie because he's not really in school he's just smart enough to be he's the janitor he's yeah. the only reason he's there is because of his job exactly but it's like the line that gets me in there and that I really like the speech is something that's like you can you can tell me all about michelangelo um and his art and and his political views and his sexual orientation and when he was born and where he lived and but all the facts never you don't been know to the sistine but chapel. can you tell me what it smells like in the sistine chapel and that that all brings it back to the the that's my old fogey man in me. That's my little piece of the boomer. That's like, <laughs> Gen Xers are like half boomer, half millennials, right? We that's the boomer part of me that says, like, yeah, you know everything, but you haven't lived it. You you know it in theory, but you haven't been there. Um, but the the millennial side of me is is more educated than the boomer side of me. So I have that. I, I see it. What basically what I'm saying is, I see that conversation as 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 not really happening between an old you and a young you it, it it's the now you that's that's the two yes, sides of you <laughs> right it's that internal conversation between the old you and the young you forming the there current my, you very or something you know what I'm
0: saying? I get exactly what you're saying. Right, yes. like
1: Robin Williams is on one shoulder and and, and and
0: and I'm coming to terms with myself in a moment whereas yes. the old me and the new me would never be able to have that conversation. And isn't it exactly. only
3: because Matt Damon is so exceptionally smart that he's able to really listen to that speech and and take some of it in because a 16-year-old kid would probably... Thanks there. Yeah. Right. A 16-year-old kid would hear the first little bit of that and be like, what's a Sistine Chapel? I don't know what you're like, saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, know it, what you're it, saying. Yeah, nobody
0: talks like But you also Dawson's wouldn't be giving that speech yeah. to somebody who yeah. doesn't know that.
3: Sure, but, but you'd be trying to get really deep, and I think the reason that it works for Matt Damon is because he's already deep. He already has all of these experiences, and he's really, really smart. So when you lay that out for him like that, he's able to be like...
0: It's catered to yeah, him as dick. opposed to me, where I'd be like, hey, fuck off, buddy. I want to go put eyeliner on. You know, like, <laughs> that's I got, what I got you bigger. You no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. I would like to see a picture of you in eyeliner, please. I'll find
3: it. OK, but the older it's,
1: it's, you would just be like, this kid's fucking hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> Who let this happen? You
0: Go back in
2: time and just give up.
0: Uh, you know what? We, I don't <laughs> want to talk to you, but I need to talk to my mom. How the Stop fuck is this go around. around? All right. Well. It is that point in the show where we all vote for each other instead of ourselves and share the. Uh, the cat ideas. just came in the room. Yeah, it's and the there hour it forty-five minute. It's what right did there. I tell you? Yeah. Right,
3: every fucking time. Uh, no, it's I, yeah. I didn't bring my phone. Can I just yell out my answer? You, you know, let's we'll change
0: that. <laughs> we'll change it for today. Right. We'll, no, uh, no, you guys do. Your no, 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 no. Yell. I would rather do the yell out at the same time. One that one, that one, to me is, okay. it's, it's coming in on other parts of the show. But so is it gonna
2: is it gonna be fine on the audio? <laughs>
0: Uh um, just don't scream too loud. <laughs> yeah. D- okay, you're right about that, Jimmy. I see. You, you, you guys do
3: phones please. and I'll go first. All right. Pick up <laughs> your phones, everybody. We don't we just we quickly Being we're so not gonna bossy. lie
1: about it. <laughs> just, I'm not gonna change my mind. We're so on. meta
0: that we debate about how we're gonna win the show. <laughs> I love it. Okay, on the count of three. Everybody goes around the just room. Just let from... me let
1: me think for one second because you all give really compelling stories. Yeah,
0: okay. All right.
3: Doo doo. All right. I'm
0: good. I decided. Thank you. I don't want to sing anymore. Um, Okay. Jimmy, on the count of three.
3: What? Uh, Just me? I'm just fucking with everybody. What are we doing? (laughs) Oh, I don't know either. Just Jimmy on the count of three. Why does he have to wait until three? We got
1: to say it really quick, one after the other, without thinking. We're going to start with Jimmy, and then everybody's going, boom, 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 boom. Go.
2: Uh, uh, Michael. Chrissy. Michael. Chrissy. (gasps) Yay. Does there have to be another phone call?
0: (laughs) Shawna's downstairs bringing up groceries right now. She texted me, <laughs> and I'm supposed to go help her. So how about I go help well, her? Isn't that convenient? And then Shauna can Shawna can break the tie because she's like, "Are you done?" And I'm like, "We're in the middle of the vote." What do so I you do? can just edit this part. No, the... we don't even have to edit it. You just guys, you guys keep talking. You have to keep oh, the just... You have to keep the conversation no. interesting. Yeah, while you're you don't on. have to keep it interesting. Okay. Just talk
1: amongst. Take DJ. your headset off so you can't hear us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now we, now we
2: can whisper about Mike, and he doesn't hear us. But <laughs> he. These are the sounds of your host (laughs) leaving the (laughs) show. It's all gone to shit. It's awkward now. (laughs) So you like stuff. So what did you guys watch
1: last week? Wow, that's really <laughs> deep. I don't remember that far back.
3: We literally only watched movies so that we would have something to it's talk okay. about. With, what did you watch?
1: We made time to watch don't things that you watch. What did you? I, I'm going to ask you. You might have talked about it on the other shows that I wasn't on, but uh, uh, I'm going to pretend like I didn't listen. Um, so but we know you're a big horror movie fan. What a, Halloween just passed a week ago? Did you do some special like <laughs> Halloween movieathon or anything? Or? Uh,
2: well, I always do that thing where AMC just shows like a hundred horror movies throughout the thirty days, so I kind of just catch that every now and then. Okay. But I I do try to watch them all from start to finish, and that was a fun little Halloween thing I did. Yeah, I went. Uh, what did I do this year? This year I picked. Um, I went with Child's Play, all the Chucky movies. Oh, yeah, that's a uh, lot, isn't it? Yeah, there's like seven or eight. But <laughs> <laughs> I find they really start losing steam once they get to Bride. <laughs> bride? Bride <Yeah>. just went. <laughs> Goes Bride to Seed and then. Like
3: oh. the doll married another doll?
2: Yes. Yeah, but I love
1: it's What's her? Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly I love. Yeah. Her voice is fantastic. Oh, she's wonderful. Okay. Oh, Michael's
2: back. Good. And there's the there's the Winnipeg connection to Child's Play now, right? Oh, hey, Shauna. Yeah, exactly. They shot some of it at Okamak Marsh, I think, too. In cool. um, boy. yeah. Nice.
3: So what is your all-time favorite horror movie? Ooh. You have five seconds.
2: Oh God. Uh, um. Uh. Fuck. Uh, go. I guess the first Halloween, probably.
3: Oh. Mm. Okay.
1: You You would know this. What What was Michael Myers' mask originally modeled off? Oh, of? Oh, Shatner.
2: There you go.
3: <laughs> Mark only asks questions he already knows the answer to.
2: Honestly, they should have just kept it as Shatner. They shouldn't have painted it or anything. No, it would be great if it was
1: just a Shatner mask. <laughs> <It's>
3: clearly built. <laughs> His face, Ready to vote? Oh God! Oh, my oh, no,
0: can, that's okay. We can hold it. We can hold it. Not a big deal. <coughs> All right, I'm I'm out of breath again. <laughs> Not so, from screaming out the window this time. So, <laughs> so we have a tie. We have two for me, and we have two for Chrissy. Shauna just got home. She actually, like I said, she was messaging. If you guys are done, can you come out downstairs and help me with the groceries? So it worked out perfectly. So Shauna, we've got a tie. Um, the movies that were involved for everybody in involved here. Uh, we had um, Hot Rod, the uh, jump speech from the epic movie Hot Rod. We had Mark. Uh, t- I'm too out of breath to do this.
1: <laughs> I don't know. If it was a, a movie made in 1976 called Network. So I, you probably haven't seen it, so it's not going to be much help. But I'm not in the tie, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And then uh, Chrissy picked the perfect scene from friday night lights and i picked the your move chief scene from goodwill hunting so the ties between goodwill hunting and friday night lights
1: you just you just said we're not supposed to tell who said what thing you just broke your own rule
3: you ruined it all oh that's okay chrissy wins (laughs) actually it's fine everything's fine so there's no
1: favoritism
2: (laughs) (laughs) what's the opposite of favoritism
0: I never plan for a tie, which is why I always screw this up.
2: <laughs> there's four of
0: us. I like that it's different Thanks, every time. come back
1: <laughs> Every time there's a tie, it, we do a different version of how to break it.
0: We do. We we should actually put this down in ratings so if it ever. <laughs> no, like, I think each
1: time we put up a new different. You, uh, <laughs> okay, i like that. I like our, the running. Our consistent day thing day will day. be yeah. the inconsistency <laughs> exactly. of how we break ties. <laughs> there's Burger Boy.
0: Oh, Burger. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Hour 45. Cats are coming out. Oh. That's um cool. Chrissy, yes, congratulations Wait thank up. you very
1: much you, you know, some people are going to think that we let you win just because it's the first time on the podcast.
3: I kind of feel like you let me win, and I'm perfectly fine, with that. <laughs> and they're so, gonna be oh. absolutely right, so <laughs> yeah <Okay.
1: laughs> what did you uh what so did anybody you... else wants to come on your podcast is guaranteed win <laughs> yeah
0: yeah guest is a is a soft softball pitch thrown right up the middle. <laughs> Uh, did you have any other picks, Chrissy, that you wanted to use that kind of didn't make it?
3: I wanted to do uh, Remember the Titans, but couldn't really figure out how to, uh, like Denzel Washington's speech where he talks about the people who died in the war. But then I realized that I'd be doing that on Remembrance Day, which was weird. And I wasn't really sure who to give that speech to because veterans it's a, <laughs> racist <laughs> veterans. If I could have given <laughs> yeah, it to racist a, There veterans. is a heavy racist connotation in there it. But isn't is. it like
0: the
1: Civil War that they're talking it's about? It's, um... Gettysburg, right? Gettysburg. Gettysburg, yeah. Right? Thank
3: you very much. And it's very much about, like... Um, What's the address of that again?
2: Fuck, I don't know. It's... Gettysburg Address, really? No, th- no. <laughs> I'm sorry my Civil War history isn't up to par.
1: Your Civil War humor is a little off,
0: Jimmy. A war hasn't happened in the last 40 years. Not like some
1: good Civil War puns.
0: (laughs) The Civil War was in
2: 1965, right?
1: That's called gray-blue humor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Okay. Well Mark, did, did, Mark, did you have any other picks that um, worked? I did. In I, I think I
1: talked about it. I was gonna do boiler room. Yes. As a, as a, I like the speech that Affleck gets. It's sort of a, the motivational to the sellers, basically. But it's motivating people to be greedy, right? And but I thought it would work. It's greed is of, good to quote Wall Street. Yeah. Um, it would. Uh, it was interesting. It's a good one. It's it's funny to watch. But I I just thought I'd get a little
2: more serious and
1: poignant. Didn't work.
0: <laughs> Jimmy, did you have any other uh picks that were floating around?
2: Not really. Like I knew I was gonna do a speech to Bruce Wayne right from the beginning, but I didn't know I couldn't find like a dad speech, and then I just watched Hot Rod and it kind of fell together for me. Right in my lap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I uh like I said, I, I mentioned jumped uh, <laughs> yeah, you jumped him.
2: Yeah. You could say I jumped my father.
0: <laughs> I was my only other like I was hard in the paint about was uh Freedom from Braveheart, mm. but I couldn't. I, I a it's not believable that I'm in any sort of military esque situation <laughs> where I'm commanding troops. Not in with battle. your Achilles injury. No, definitely no. not with your bone spurs. <laughs> 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 uh, but I, and I really couldn't. I was like, I. It'll just be. It'll just be pr- traditionally me doing it over and over and over again, like the same bullshit I would do. So I was like, No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it home. Make it a little soulful this episode. If uh, the,
1: the draft or conscription hit, would you your
2: Achilles injury get you out of it?
0: <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it it, it freedom, reduces my, my bring... launching capabilities. Mm-hmm. So. Well, they'd have you do a different job. They'd, I'd be pushing paper for Yeah, sure. something like that. Yeah. It could bring It'd be less flail. launching then for you. Yeah. You'd be <laughs> launching paper. <laughs> <laughs> The only launching would be the paper airplane I made.
1: Definitely. I feel like nowadays conscription would probably involve you sitting much in a chair like you're currently sitting on, with the remote control much like you have next to you, playing <laughs> the video state. game yes. of a drone. Yeah,
0: this is my natural state. <laughs> Welcome <Yeah>. to war. <laughs> you play video games. We have the perfect job for yeah. you. Yeah,
1: we're gonna get you a couch, some weed, and this controller.
0: There was do uh, get a high score. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's sad but true, people. It's totally, how it's driven. There was some other picks online from uh, some of our followers. Uh, uh, Denzel from Wesley Studios picked uh, Dr. Evil at the father-son oh. counseling group. <laughs> that was a great motivational moment. Uh, um, then we had somebody picked... Uh, You're just
1: not evil enough. Is that the one? That's, that's the one. Oh, just don't oh. get it. That's the one.
0: <laughs> Uh, Brian Lataki, Al Pacino's life, uh, and "Life an Inch at a Time" speech from any given Sunday. Yeah. Also, the Dumb and Dumber, "I'm Tired of Being a Nobody" speech. That one's nice. Um, <laughs> you put Jimmy. I love, I love how Jimmy comments on them. It's the best. <laughs> Justin Long speech from the admissions board and accepted. I don't oh, even. I don't remember oh, that one. Right. I've seen the movie I though. Vaguely remember. Basically, it.
2: when he um, he just admits defeat and he says, "You guys aren't going to pick us anyways because you've already made your opinion about us." Uh-huh. Yeah.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Then uh, Beaver does movies. Bernie Mac from House Party (laughs) 2. Fuck them. Martin put Colonel Guile, played by Jean-Claude Van Damme in Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Fighter. I was like, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, And then uh, we got movies for the win, which was Red's monologue from the Shawshank Redemption.
1: That's a good one. That's get busy living, get busy dying. Is that, busy that the one? Yeah, that's yeah, a that's, solid one. We talked one. about
3: that one for a while, but yeah. was the audience part that was difficult? Like, who are you gonna old folks home? <laughs>
1: <laughs> to your buddy who's getting out of jail, headed for <laughs> headed for Zwatnail. <laughs> <laughs> that's where he's headed to Zwatnail
0: say what the saint i don't yeah say what is i think
1: it's in mexico okay it's on the pacific that's part of the speech actually it is part <laughs> of this you know what the mexicans say about this pacific go on the rock wall for a while <laughs> it never remembers or something along those lines
0: <laughs> yeah no you're right i
1: just want to go live my days out in a place in the beach in a place that never remembers
0: yeah that's exactly what andy says my goodness um well <laughs> i know what well, yeah, it's about it. It's about end time. I think it's end time. What do you say?
1: It was a good. Speak- Thanks for uh, coming by, Chrissy. Thanks for having me. Have yeah. to join us again. It's great.
0: Thank you very much for doing this, Chrissy. Good. This was awesome. Um, I will uh, let's do our send outs here. So, if anybody wants to send us an idea for the show, please feel free to. You can email us at therealdebaters at gmail and that is R E E L because we're cheeky. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. All you got to do is just search the Real Debaters. Follow us on Instagram for all of our. Fun-loving games and posts that we like to play the debate live with other people on. Um, Besides that, I'm Michael Petro. Jimmy Skinner. Mark Cowell.
3: Christy Latimer.
0: And we're out.